Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hello, 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 all you beautiful and wonderful mixologists out there. It is your girl, Moni, and you are listening to Mixing with Moni. Yes, you guessed it. (laughs) If you didn't know by clicking on the podcast, if you didn't know by my voice, if you, you know, by any of the other many ways that I have tried to beg people to come this way and listen to this podcast, that's what you're listening to, Mixing with Moni. So I'm really excited for today's episode. I just am off the heels of a great bonus panel. Please go listen to that if you're interested. I discussed Portia. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the entire season of Summer House, like in depth and detail, like what the hell we thought. It was an amazing panel. I had some great guests, including um, one of the hosts of the Dumpster Dive podcast, Tom, the host of What Else Is Going On, Taria, um, of course, a fan fave. Chelsea from Ono Bravo, and Kendrick from Me, You, and the Housewives and Marvel 2 podcast, which the Patreon loves because he was my first guest for um, my rewatch, Rewind and Rewatch series where we he and I reviewed uh, Orange County, the very first season, very first episode, and people really liked him. We had such a good time. So I had to bring him to the main feed so we can kind of get that chemistry. He's awesome. Wanted to introduce people to some of these great people that I love listening to, love going on their shows. Dumpster Dive, the mo- my most recent appearance on the Dumpster Dive podcast was one of my favorite ones ever. And you will find out uh, why there were so many pivots and so many off-topic conversations. Um on my last episode, on my panel episode, Dom and I have a fun banter. So please get into it if you haven't already. It's a really great kiki if you just want some like, I don't even, I didn't watch the shows yet, the weekly episodes, that's a really good place for you to be. So yeah, I am very excited for today's guest though. You know, you love her. I love her. So I mean, maybe we all love her together because I do. Sasha from the Bravo Breakdown. A lot of exciting things have gone on with this girl. So, of course, had to have her on here while I still could because I texted her. I said, listen, I don't want to fuck up your bag, but I do want to know if you could come on the show and still talk and gossip and kiki and talk Bravo with me. And she said yes, very graciously. Um, I am so excited for her to come on. Like, you have no idea how much fun we had. <laughs> um, it's It was a really special, special uh, conversation. And we kind of worked our way through even the worst of the Bravo episodes this week, which was, of course, Dallas. It was dark. Um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to pivot this conversation now or like this episode or episode this whole series really i don't know how they're going to react to that but we get into it and of course jersey of course new york of course 
Um, who else was on? Oh, Atlanta, the, the final part of the reunion. So, so much there. But of course, before we get into that, I have to get into um, Black Excellence. So we're going to take a very quick break and I'll be back with some Black Excellence and then we'll get into our my conversation with Sasha. Okay, so today's Black Excellence is a fabulous young man who you may have already heard about on other podcasts or in the news and the media, but I can't let the day pass me by without mentioning one 16-year-old Curtis Lawrence III, who has committed to the HBCU Florida A&M University. He is a 16, yes, you heard that right, 16-year-old uh, teenager from the Washington, D.C. area. We're very happy to be associated. I don't know this man. <laughs> Let me not claim it. It's a big, it's a big, big, big city, and I don't even live there, but very cool that he is from um, eh, you know, my home area, it's, it's what caught my attention originally, but little did I know this man has received, he's been offered over 1.6 million in scholarships to various schools. He has his, he's graduating um, high school diploma and an associate degree, and he will be entering FAMU as a rising junior. Okay, excuse me? At 16, he is entering college as a rising junior and is going to be part of the family class of 2025. I don't know how that adds up. Wait, fall of this year? Okay, yeah, because in 2022, yeah, okay, that makes some sense, I guess. But basically, he has enough credits to be a junior, as a lot of people with associate degrees do. And because he has his associates, this is great. I don't need to explain this to y'all. People might know that already, but if you didn't, I guess that's why he's able to be a rising junior. Um, he had also been accepted to many, many other HBCUs, which was his dream was to go to an HBCU and have the Black college experience. Can relate, went for a little bit and then left. We'll talk about that in a different day. Um, it was all purely my fault. No one else's. But actually, that's not true. It was definitely someone else's fault. Anyways, back to this amazing young man. Um, Mr. Lawrence III has also been accepted to Howard University, Hampton University, where I went, George Washington University, Morehouse College in Atlanta, Morgan State University in Baltimore, North Carolina A&T State University in North Carolina, of course, University of California, Berkeley, University of Chicago, Yale University, and Harvard University. I think this man is a genius. Like, I mean, I'm sure like that was already kind of, you know, the case, but like, really, sir, I am so impressed by you. You are amazing. 16, he's the sweetest looking kid you've ever seen. And he is amazing. He began taking uh, classes at George Washington University, great school in DC at 14 years old. I think Sophia... Kyle Richards' daughter goes there or went there. I think so. One of them went to GW, I think. Not Georgetown. I'm pretty sure it was Sophia or something. Why did that really pop into my head? But anyways, this man started taking classes there when he was 14 years old, okay? And he expects to double major at, at FAMU in biology and computer science. 
okay. This, shout out to you, Mr. Curtis. Like, amazing. Curtis Lawrence III, please remember his name. He is definitely our Black resilience, Black excellence of this week. His parents must be just so proud. As parents tend to just be proud of their kids for achieving anything, like for putting their effort into something and doing their best. Their parent, his parents must be like, oh, okay, well, your best was getting into like, I don't know, 10 schools and getting like a million dollars in scholarships and finishing an associate's degree before you even turned 18 and going into college as a junior. Okay, great. So, so many things, so much he has accomplished in his life. And we just, we salute you, Mr. Curtis Lawrence III. Very excited for you to start at FAMU. Hope you have all the fun and get all the degrees that you want and you're all the challenged and, you know, everything that you're looking for, which if you are 16 going into college, I'm sure that the challenge is what is there for you. That's a logical next step. I hope you learn everything and have all the fun learning and also just, you know, being in college and everything like that, especially in Florida. It's beautiful. So enjoy yourself. Congratulations on all your success. You'll never hear this, but... I think it's worthy of still giving our congratulations. So applaud. We applaud and salute you. I would do it, but this is a podcast and that's a really obnoxious sound in someone's ears. Um, So thank you so much for listening to Black Excellence. And we are going to take on over to some other Black resilience and that'll be me and Sasha's conversation. Not nearly as dope as Curtis's accomplishments, but very fun. And let's have a kiki with Sasha. Let's do it. All right, y'all. As promised, I am here with the badass, the incomparable, the also most beautiful person ever. And y'all really hate that I consistently just comment on her beauty because I am really setting feminism back like 15 steps every time she posts anything. <laughs> but it's because the looks just give me life. So even though you can't look at her, I'm, I have her here to talk more about her intellectual thoughts and her opinions and respect her for her mind on Bravo. That's how we're going to balance the feminism scale. And either way, whether you're listening to her or seeing her, she is now a superstar. I have Sasha of the Bravo Breakdown oh. here, and I am just so happy you're here. It's been so long. Girl. I know. I was like, it's been way too long. When you DM me, I was like, trying to scroll. I was like, when the last time I talked to Monty? I'm like, yeah, it's about that time yep. for me to catch up with my girl. And when like, you, let me tell you, okay, so Mother's Day, I DM'd you because you posted a picture of your mom and I jaw dropped because you mentioned your mom. You're like, oh yeah, she's a chocolate, beautiful drop. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her and I was like, no, she, your mom is stunning. Yes. I honestly, honestly think it's why I have had such a, uh, I've I've always prided one thing I love about myself, which isn't very many things as it should be. Um, But one thing I love about myself is that I have never needed to experience something firsthand to understand something. Like, I don't know the plights of what it is to be a darker-skinned woman. I know there's a lot of light-skinned privilege. I can assimilate into a lot of spaces and people do definitely feel safer around me because I'm small, I'm cheruby, and I'm lighter. And mm-hmm. th- that has afforded me a lot of things. But I grew up with a mother who people used to genuinely think she was my nanny. They genuinely mm-hmm. did. And I'm like, y'all don't understand this woman is badass and gorgeous. First of all, my mama got like three boyfriends right now. So if any of them are listening, just kidding. 
Oh allegedly. She, I mean, I'm like, a baddie. So she I really love is. me a nice really chocolate is. woman. Because oh, hello, yeah. I'm from oh, yeah. one. <laughs> oh, for sure. You seen that beauty in person. You know it when you yes. see it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's that deep chocolate beauty right there. It's a sense. It's like a center of labor, of love, of joy, of everything. My mom, I also hate her because she is the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Like her cheekbones and structure. Oh, she wears so zero beautiful. makeup. She's never had to wear makeup her entire life. Oh, she was the captain of the cheerleading squad when she was in middle school and high school all oh, six gosh. years. So you best believe she so she been, she's gorgeous. She's been, she been the one. She Hello. been that one. <laughs> she's also a Delta. She's a Delta diva. So. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So she Sorry, has the confidence no. of like a Miss Dorothy. Like mm-hmm. without like, she never say. hit you with a purse, but like she definitely has that same <laughs> energy of like I know I'm the ba- the baddest, and I'm, I love yes. that for her because it's like it's true. People, she got carded once at a club, and pe- like the bouncer literally bet her that he was like, I bet a dollar that you're not older than what I think you are, and she was like, wow. I bet you a dollar that I am, and he was like, No way, because he carded her, and she was like, wow. Oh please, honey, like I don't need to give you my car, and so literally he was like, I was clocking maybe forty. My mama is almost sixty years old. Wow. So I just wish I had that same melanin. I know, right? I know, right? I need that deepness because that, but if, if that's what I'm, that's what's destined for me. I know. At I know. I'll take it. And that's funny, it's like, that's, I love that. I love that for you because seeing that as such a young, because my mom is dark skinned as well. And she always told me these things, but I never believed her, you know, Mm -hmm. and growing up like, oh, black is beautiful. You know, the things they tell, darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, all these things they tell us to prepare us for the, what the world is going to tell us the exact Mm -hmm. opposite. And I didn't even believe her until as I got older. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I had a mom like that because like, even though I still struggled with it a lot, it was really nice to come home and have that reinforced inside of the home. Like you got to have that in your home. We are really lucky to be raised by mothers like that, that are like, not only are they beautiful black women, but they own that. Cause I know my grandmother was a dark skinned woman and she did not find herself or my mom or me beautiful just it was like a generational thing because she dealt with and then so it was nice to see my mom break that cycle and then now I have that confidence that you know that I wasn't that I wouldn't have had if she wasn't able to break that cycle of just that self-hate because of your complexion you know of course like I love it for her and anything I battled racistly like in in life I was Mm -hmm. my mom was always equipped to handle it because yeah. she, I heard and knew about the stories of her growing up and being called, her name is Charlie, Char Char Chocolate Bar and things like that. Like, and, and, and the, people would like slap her butt and stuff to see if it was like, because she, they really sexualized her, even as a child. Yeah. Like, because yeah. she was a darker skinned woman who would have yeah. to be a little bit thicker, which I've seen her pictures. She was like maybe a size 10 at best, but <laughs> in right. a group full of people who are not that and mm-hmm. don't know the curves of our people sometimes, mm-hmm. they were like, you know, they would do too much. And so when I would come home, I'd be like, I don't understand why this is happening. And she was always equipped to handle that because she had gotten it and then some. So I learned to roll it off my back because of my mama. So I yeah. really that. Like you said, you know, it gives you that confidence to really push yourself past your own boundaries that you would create yeah. in your mind. Because like, oh, the world won't like this or like that. <laughs> we love it. And she okay. So who cares? Exactly. And we love that confidence. So thank you moms out there for giving your kids that confidence. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for that, Sasha would not be so confident enough that she would be the new talent. I would not, girl. Of an agency. I'll be this girl. this hair. I'll have been straightening it, you know? No. See, this is what I'm talking about. That's why I 
make sure every single time you post a single Bravo breakdown video, which y'all got to get into, they're so good. I'm always like, first of all, we know our angles on the Bravo breakdown. We know <laughs> our angles and our face and we're serving the color choices. First of all, <laughs> pop of color every time. Thank I you, love buddy. a monochromatic scheme. It's so good. Thank you. It's so good. I was like, yo, do y'all see this? Am I, is it just me? No, okay. Like, I'm <laughs> we like, gotta oh, give yeah. the people something to look at. Give them something. Every time I post, I'm like, oh yeah, at. also, yeah, well, listen, because she's smart. She's saying things. People need to hear the things. But like, can we just oh look here for a second? Like, I love you. Oh, every time you wear purple, I like die. Like, or yellow, which is, it's mainly a jealous thing because I cannot wear yellow. And I think yellow looks great on all of us, but my undertones the undertone, are more yeah. yellow. Because uh -huh. my dad, so I'm just like, yeah. <sighs> and people are like, oh, yellow is so good. I'm like, yeah, but me, okay. Yellow ish. I don't know. <laughs> like, but yellow on you. Oh my God, it's so good. Thank you, so girl. personal request. Next time you wear yellow, can you just like think of it? Yes. I'm like, Marty, this one's for you, Marty. Yes. I'm like, I made it, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. I'm so happy to know a celebrity. Her name is Sasha. And I love if you. You don't know what I'm talking about. It's because Sasha is doing things she got she got deals now girl. without fucking up your bag because i will never do that to another girl that i know and love or any of them plenty of girls i don't like i still don't like to fuck up their bag <laughs> what can you tell us about any last we heard you were signed to nbc row which is the same production company that does our good friend our good sis our good judy watch what happens live in case you yes people yes um, yes yes that's last we've heard has any have we heard anything new can we hear something else yes yeah, so we are in the i would say the testing the pilot testing <gasps> stage so we are filming things we have some we have a pretty big name attached that is executive producing. I can't let those people know, but it's I, I would call that person a zaddy that a is attached zaddy? as a producer. So um, that is the zaddy of all zaddies. Oh, the zaddy that. of all zaddies as a producer. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know what that could possibly mean. I mean, you got to be brand new to Bravo. Oh, know my God. I know, I know, right? So that part just happened recently. So that kind of leveled everything up. Because the first one was like, okay, we have me attached. We had some other producers attached. But then we got the big zaddy attached. So that's kind of helping, like, you know, as far as booking guests and getting, you know, budget and things like that going that has been helping us a lot. So we've been shooting some things, getting notes on it, shooting it over again. So we're, tr we're the goal is by July to have a full pilot to then present to the, okay. the team. And then, and then the next stage after that would be to show it to the network. And then yeah. the next stage after that would then be like, okay, so where's this gonna live? Is this gonna live on a streaming platform? Is this gonna live on Bravo? Like, where does it live? Peacock is all it the rage. You know, like, so at first I, I mean, like, it oh, is, because, but the girls but... are whining about having to get another service. I mean, I'm a giddy, but we I would like to have something we already got and we already have I know. Bravo. But I'm going to watch you wherever you are. You want to be on Zeus? I got you. I'm over there. Okay. Okay. I will go I'll, wherever I'll... you are. First of all, Zeus is popping these days in bed. I was about to say, I was, I was, what was I watching? Is uh, jo Jocelyn's Cabaret is just on <laughs> Zeus now. <laughs> I, 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 well, I didn't get very far on that one. It was a lot, but uh, <laughs> I gave her a couple minutes because I wanted to support my girl because, you know, she's been grinding for some years. But mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm there. We're trying to figure out where it's going to live. At first, I was like really, really not into Peacock, but 
so many exciting projects are going to Peacock. Yeah. All Stars. All Stars is going to be on Peacock. So I am excited that a lot of those projects are going to be on Peacock before mine would be on Peacock. So that will help hopefully like generate some buzz around Peacock. Uh, and, yeah, could you imagine your beautiful face right next to that All Stars picture? Like when you're scrolling, like, do oh my what to watch, do what to watch. Oh my God, All I would Stars die. Sasha, I would die. I'd be like, Mommy, <laughs> do you see this? Oh my Mommy. God. Wait, hold on, y'all. We Let's, need it. And that's why. Can we just I manifest so that hard. right now? Let's just so we can, like, this will be recorded. So one of these days, hopefully, we will say we manifested seeing my face right next to the all-stars on that home screen when you're just yes. swiping through and then we will take a picture yes. one day and be like look girl Mama, we, we did it, it. <laughs> we did it y'all. we did it listen y'all don't understand seeing sasha come up is like seeing so many of us do it together it's almost like it's like a joint effort to really just get them to see one of us and it's like when one makes it we all are so proud so happy so excited because I can count how many people like I've been saying for years Nina Parker needs to be like I know, the, the, I know. the Andy Cohen of E like she should be I think it She's will happen amazing and I'm so I'm still waiting on that you know what I'm saying so yeah. anytime they get a we get another one I'm like oh, yes please because if anything like I just said this today because someone tweeted like you know a casting one diverse person one black or POC person on an all-white cast does not make the show diverse like does not the show diverse make because we are complex there is a spectrum of us in both color and race and ethnicity and origin and in thought and if there is no better proof of that it's potomac yes like, we all think absolutely differently absolutely what it looks like to be diverse like they're all black women and they're not even all like they're just varying areas of the diaspora mm -hmm. like all black women but not even all african-american women like there's yep. there's culture there's they're asking wendy about her culture like we need a little more of that because we've been able to see the spectrum of non-black women for years absolutely and that's why i, I know love there's that. so many different kinds of white women on beverly hills and oc <laughs> in new york right? i've learned mm -hmm. quickly yes and, I, and that's why I loved, I loved how polarizing this past season the Potomac was, even though it was exhausting by the end. It's like, yeah, they need to see how polarizing a group of Black women. It's not just, you don't need, it's like, they're, like you just said, we have all these variations. And it could be such extremes, like hardcore Monique, hardcore Candace. And what, they're both Black and they're that polarizing? It's like, yeah. Yes. It exists. Yes, because it puts so much pressure on an Ebony, a Tiffany, even a Carrie, like who might yeah. hate, but... It, mm -hmm. it puts a lot of pressure on them totally to be everything for their community because like even for Carrie I'm like if Dallas as much as I cannot stand Carrie I'm like if this is I kept wanting her to have a storyline because to me it still made no sense that she's the only Latin Latinx person on this show it's Texas in Texas like Ridiculous. how so I'm still like if, I'm like Carrie you got to get a storyline you got to because we got to go back to mm -hmm. Mexico here like mm -hmm. these are very important things like I am putting pressure on her and she did not ask for this I know you can't I know. go back because like, you know what they're gonna say oh it didn't work it didn't work when we had a Tiffany on there and a Karen I know y'all didn't like it and Brandy and this and that so you know what they're gonna do they're gonna ask Brandy back or make her a yep. friend of and they're gonna get rid of the other two and that is not the answer like not it's at all putting so much pressure on me and Ebony I'm like I want to stand this woman like I want to just I stay I stand Garcelle last season and no she didn't give me everything I do think she's gonna give me everything this year though I think she's in the mix but that mm -hmm. was the whole thing it's like 
I can't even let them be housewives and perform in their role yes, because yes. it's like we can't go backwards. We're, we're making progress and that's not fair. Absolutely. And I, I'm so glad you said that because I always struggle with that when critiquing, like, you know, critiquing Black women on these shows. I personally feel this sense of like, okay, I have to stand them no matter what, because like you said, it's like, they're the mm-hmm. only one. And I don't, I, I think they should be able to have a full seat at the table. I want to be able to pick Ebony apart, pick Garcelle apart, pick everybody apart, just as much as I pick these white women apart. And it's just like, they want to be like, oh, Ebony is amazing. I love Ebony. But then they have all these hot takes and things about Sonia and Ramona, and they have so much to say they can talk about, right. but then they want to put the black girl over in this box and be like, oh yeah, 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 she's amazing. But what about right. like there's they they weren't they aren't perfect either. Like let right. us have our flaw. Let us be flawed. Let us. Be I like, literally oh, no, tweeted that too. Playing with you, like I can disagree I with Ebony. Literally just you tweeted know? that. Oh my god, why are we here? We I see don't each feel other. Safe being able to. I don't feel like I can do that. Like they, we can't. They can't be flawed. They can't afford it. That. That's why I love Potomac so much because I can be like, I can't stand her. I yes. love her. And the reasons have nothing to do with the fact that I think their job exactly. is in jeopardy and that nobody will be black on this show anymore. Mm-hmm. It's because like, I don't want anything to happen to Tiffany, but I also right. not get my fair share of critiquing her because yes. everyone was coming at her for some racist shit. Like, exactly. If you, that's why I have said Dallas is weak because they don't know how to fight without being racist. And if you, like Leanne, don't know how to call out another person without being racist, you're bad at this job. Like there were mm-hmm. plenty of things to say about Carrie except for outside of insulting her heritage. Right. I think of right. 33 off the bat. Absolutely. I have 33 at the ready anytime. Like say go and I got it all for Carrie. I know, right? But like, that's why I had to defend her. Because I'm just like, Leanne, you're just bad mm-hmm. at this job. Because if you are going to go hard about her being Mexican, when she got X, Y, Z amount of things in front of you, you're not good at this. Exactly. You just It's in your heart. And we don't have to mm-hmm. do that. We don't. So I'm really glad they got you on the screen, the, the TV screen, the tablet screen, the laptop, wherever you at, I'm going to watch it. And everyone here who is listening is also going to watch it. Whatever Sasha got to do, we're going to watch it. Do you know if it's going to be able to incorporate your title at all? Because I've been really wanting them to give that back to you. I can't use it. I can't use it. I know. Everything's going to have to change. Eventually. Like (laughs) once once, once everything is like licensed, like the only reason why I can, can even continue right now to post the amount of clips that I post is because we haven't like fully licensed my entire name and, and like copyrighted it and all that stuff because legally like I don't have the rights to these clips but they let me post it because I'm not branded with the network yet. So once all of that happens, I don't have the name Bravo. Like, and that's why it's like, oh, all these other Bravo pages, they can use the name Bravo because they're not licensed with these companies. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, once you start getting into like TV deals and stuff like that, they're never, when, when my producer asked if I could use the Bravo breakdown, they laughed. She said, ha, their brand, they're like, our brand is too important for like, and, and I, I get well, it. we it's, know, because I saw it on chat room. Right, right. And exactly. everybody and, on the internet who loves you was like, hey, we, oh, it's so cute how y'all also have the same one. Love that. But you were smart, Monty. You went mixing with Monty. So whatever happens with you, I know you I always have your name. name. You own your stuff. You're, you know what I'm saying? That was really smart on your part. So yeah, I have a, basically mine right now is just still untitled Sasha Morfall Breakdown. We don't even still have an official name yet because we just, we're, ba- we're song because I love it. 
I'll, okay, I think we will keep the things. Okay, great. Some variation of that. Out. Yeah, even if it's like Sasha breakdown or something in that variation. Yes. But Bravo. Scales. We cannot use Bravo, unfortunately. Even if it were to be on Peacock, and Peacock is technically, you know, the mother of Bravo, it still they still wouldn't give us a name. So, <gasps> unfortunately, okay. I mean, they can really use you as part of the branding. I'm just saying, you would hey. definitely elevate. Hey. Because right now, certain other shows with multiple hosts that break things down on bravo is cursed that's what the internet said i didn't say it. you didn't say it because we're not fucking up your bag but right. that's what people have said as various <laughs> scandals have come out about various, various. people and that's various. i literally said the other day i was like i would say giselle is next except i think she invented the first round of what the fuck like mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that was the first one so yeah, it's just crazy how everyone's now a villain on their show. That is an absolutely wild thing. I know, isn't it? Isn't it? That's I was like, all so right. So nuts. So y'all, we're gonna get into the shows, of course, and, and the episodes of Housewives. I must though, I just did a whole panel with some great, great people. Oh no, bravo. Taria from what else is going on? Tom Hamlet from the Dumpster Dive Podcast and Kendrick from Me, You, Housewives and Marvel 2 podcast about the Porsche of it all, the engagement of it all, and then a summer house full season. Feel free to go check that out if you like. Help me get my numbers up because you're going to on a network now, so we have a lot to prove, okay? Um, <laughs> but I must know your thoughts. I'm asking everybody their thoughts for at least a year at this point. When Portia first posted that picture of her looking like she was at the prom when her daddy was next to her, and she was putting a hand on the other on her yes, yes. What did you think? Did you think this is real or did you think something else? So at first I my first thought was, hmm, that's odd. But the body language was like hmm, interesting. But to be honest, I really didn't think much of it. Like mm-hmm. I was like another, you know, I was like, whatever, like she's not with that man. Like she's like, there's no way she's married, like engaged to him that quick out of nowhere. Like there's no way. That's what I originally thought. Mm-hmm. But then, and then I saw. Then the next thing I saw was like the clip that she did on Dish, and she was like, "Yeah, I have a new love," and it's true. And I was like, "Hmm." I thought that Gary with the T was in on it with her. I literally posted was like, "Oh, she trolling us, and he's in on it." (laughs) Um, Right. I was definitely. I still wasn't sold. I wasn't sold. sold. Yeah, I was like, "Hmm, that doesn't necessarily mean what we think it means." But okay, but I was like, okay, there's clue number one, clue number two. But then obviously, when she made the statement, I was like. Oh, 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 she really, she really did do that. Like she really went there and then everything just blew up. Bravo and together on the internet said it best. Like imagine your engagement announcement needing to come with a timeline, an excuse, an establishment of relationship with the ex. Could you imagine like when I both said that I was engaged, it was just like, hey, I found love. We're We're engaged. It's right. like, woo, and everyone was like, good for you. Like, right. But I noticed immediately on Portia's post is that all blue check marks were like happy for you. And then it was like a hundred thousand of people like, girl, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What? Huh? What are you talking about? And y'all, I literally had to clear it with Sasha before coming on to make sure again that I didn't fuck up her bag, that she was allowed <laughs> to talk about this. I said, I know you in with the big boys now. You at the table. I ain't trying to pull you back. Into the you know into the kitchen, and I, and I, I appreciate that. Table. I appreciate that. I, appreciate I was going to sacrifice, you know, <laughs> be like it's fine. 
I would love to have the Bravo breakdown, breakdown Bravo with me, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm more I'm more concerned about her livelihood and well-being and employment. Cause I, yes. I listen, as someone who's currently working 17,000 jobs to pay for this damn wedding, that's the hashtag okay. in right now. It's pay it's for this damn, damn wedding. Ready. Seriously, yeah. it's, it's it's not. And the thing is, I'm not sure. As when you get into it, it's like everything costs money. Every little thing. Girl, rounded corners on my save the dates. There was an extra fifteen. Maya was like, "I like the rounded corners," and I was like, "Okay, let me change it." And it was like fifteen more dollars. She was like, "I don't oh like God. them that much," and I was like, "I can't have nothing. Literally nothing nice." Like, <laughs> like <laughs> my wedding planner sent me a decor list. It's three pages. Wow. For one day, I said, well, even if I got rid of a third of these things, it would still be at least a page and a half. But everything she was saying, I was like, oh, I do need that. Like menus. Yes, people should know what they're eating. I'm like, wait. Right, right. That's a good idea. And you know, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, I'm responsible. Okay. Got it. Oh, like, my gosh. So as someone who wears many, many hats at the Ooh. moment and trying to at least a rent a hustle. Mm -hmm. I get it, and I wasn't trying to fuck up your bag. But yes, I'm really glad that, that you at least, like, she was like, y'all, I could talk about it until it's official. I said, so let me get in yes. there. Let me get in yes. there right now. Thank you, Portia, for rushing your life along. Exactly, so exactly. So we have time so to we talk about it. can talk about it. <laughs> yes. So where are you with this whole thing? Fallon, Portia of it all, where are we? Okay, my main thing is like, wow, what a fall from grace, because Last summer, mm. Portia was just everything. The queen, you know, we stand Portia Luther King. It was me. Me too. Me too. So I was one of them. And then it's like, okay. The Bolo situation, that didn't bother me. It was more of a Kenya thing that it was just like, you know, mind your business. But then with this, it's like, right. okay. Talk about girl code. I mean, Wow. And I know her main defense is, okay, we weren't friends. That She was just brought on, on the show as that. If you're in my home, that's enough right there. Like, don't be in my home and then steal my man, period. What do, I saw one of the things on, you know, the Black Twitter that was like, yes. Lord, let me never touch the knee of my replacement. Because, like, that was not even for filming. Oh, my gosh. So we were just hanging out in hanging September out. of 2020. And, and he and... What? And then Bo and Simon over it, and the whole time they're filming, just over there checking, checking Portia out, just Portia checking watching. the floors out. It's <laughs> that like meme of Fallon oh, running around her own house, and Portia like she was looking at the floors trying to figure out how she's gonna redo them. Oh my god! Like, oh my god. Not, yeah. not well. Like the internet should have not have this much material because this shouldn't be happening. Like I know people are like, well, why can't we just be happy for her? I don't know how. I really don't. Like, I want to just find a way to get over it, like, and excuse it, because I do love Portia. Maybe this is on my own fault. Don't stand people, but they will disappoint you. But she, to me, not only could do better and deserve better, a month, like, if this was anybody else, and she's like, oh, yeah, he's already met my kids and stuff, people would be stressed about that. But we're talking about marriage. A month later, why? Like, I just don't understand. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, she has money. She doesn't need to do this. And somehow to me, it grieves me to my core that it's somehow still related to the idea, especially since her and Dennis never got married. It's somehow related to the idea that she 
has that Southern, especially Atlanta black woman trope that she is not anything unless she has a husband. husband. It's the last thing on her list. And even if she has all the money, can take care of her baby, have a great family, great co-parenting, husband is still so needed to be checked. Not as a partnering companion and a BFF, I just happen to fall in love and this is what we both want, but instead it's, I need a man who will take care of me and my family. Mm-hmm. It's like, as much as I love Dr. Heavenly, it comes from that trope. Man, man, Absolutely. man, man, man. Gotta get a man. Gotta keep him happy. Gotta get a man. Like, why? 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 I know. Why? I know. But that, she has a mansion. Portia has money. Her child is not going unfed. Cutest little baby I've ever seen. Everything is fine. Her mm-hmm. ex-husband or ex-fiance and father of her child is in the child's life takes care of the child, has money to take care of the child. The child literally right. does not know difference in value of home from mm-hmm. one house to the other. All grandparents are involved. Why? Yep. Why? I get it. Like, it doesn't make any sense why she would even need this man. I know. Or at least want this man because he's not cute. Like if he was cute, right. cute, I'd be like, okay, girl, I kind of see it. I see what you did there. But that's not the case. And then I you know. got this other woman in his car in Buckhead filming her in Atlanta. Like he just likes nice things. Uh-huh. And women are not nice things. Like this woman was gorgeous in the Ferrari. Porsche is one of the finest people I've ever seen in my whole life. Fallon mm-hmm. was absolutely gorgeous. Like he's just like a nice person, a nice woman collector. Yep. I don't yep. get it. And that and him being like like African, like the like you know, my dad's African, like it, it very goes hand in hand, the African culture with that southern mentality. Okay. It's very similar. Like the man is the king of the household and he's gonna take care of the woman. And that is really like a good match for them, honestly. Like that that mentality. Like, cause you know, he he yeah. yeah, she is independent, but she will submit to a man. Yeah, of course you know. Did. She did so. it for Cordell. And you know mm-hmm. what? Someone did say, like, remember how we met her? It's in her. And I was like, mm-hmm. You're right. Now she did have to call Cordell and ask if she could go to the strip club. And Nene yep. was like, For what? Like sometimes I really wish that Nini was here and like in her right state of mind like Nini peak Nini not yes 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 and Nini was such a good Greek chorus of calling people out and be like girl this is ridiculous like Mm -hmm. she would be the first one I thought of it of ooh child the ghetto like it's Mm -hmm. like there was no that because we're gonna do this also I know we just need to send a drone with a camera to Atlanta because as much as I'm disappointed I need to know what the hell going on I need to know. And that's that's why I said, like, the one thing that made me excited about this news was that, like, maybe we'll have an interesting storyline next season because this season was not it for me. It did it not wasn't. do it for me. And this, I will be watching this play out, assuming that they get some of it on camera. I don't know when they're going to start filming. Do you know when they start filming? Um, They tend to, well, they just wrapped. So contracts have to go out first. I don't think that's going oh, to they're not gonna get much of it. to a month. Damn. At earliest. Because they know it, no, it's not the same production company, but word on the street is that they still don't know what they're doing with OC yet. And they're letting it, quote unquote, breathe, allegedly. So okay. contracts, some testing has been done, allegedly. Some screen tests and things have been done. And so it's looking like it could either be a full shakeup on that show or... It could be a couple are getting replaced and a couple are not, which in this case, I either do the wipe the whole thing out because there's not enough couple goods to stay around, if you ask me. Oh, I agree. 
if I they agree. can't figure out OC yet, their Atlanta that just finished with decent numbers is on the last of their mind. No, that like, makes sense. And all these friends that they have, they have a great batch of women to choose from. So they really probably aren't even feeling rushed. I don't think they should be feeling rushed at all. Because between Fallon, Shamia, who I know won't do it, but between like Fallon, uh, who Kenya really wants to be on the show, and Latoya, and even Drew, like, and the, the newness of it all, they have options. So yeah. I think I'm afraid Portia won't come back. I'm very afraid of that. But if she doesn't, we need a, a mic on Fallon immediately because I want to hear her story of Portia's not. Oh, yes. She better come. She'll come back. The network loves her. They do, but they won't do both. I don't think they'll do Fallon and Portia, but we need Fallon's response. And, you know, Kenya will do everything in her power to get Fallon on that damn show. Oh, yeah. She will not film oh, yeah. a single solo Kenya season. Is a, scene Kenya's like, look, see, Fallon. I told you. I told you. Look. And I think she Portia is, is like, girl, it. I'm over that. I know what mm-hmm. I'm doing. I think she's done. You know what? I've been there, done yeah. that. Like, she's yeah. kind of entering Mimi's last two seasons territory. Where mm-hmm. at the reunion, she looked a little bit over it. And arguing like Nene, like just like repeating what they say, like, okay, yeah. you're right, I'm wrong. And like just walking around, like how Nene did at one pajama party, just yes. like running around the say? room. She shimmied her shoulder. She said, oh, She's like, this one. This one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, okay. I think on my panel, someone was like, that's a Nene response. I'm like, you're right. Nene. I see it. Nene. But it, I mean, it, you know, she studied Nene. She was like Nene's little sidekick for a minute there, you know. Like, yeah, absolutely. She learned from the best. Yes, but absolutely. I love how Marlo Marlo called her out though. She was like, "Stop with the funny, you know, fan shit." Like I've been on the show since before you. You won't come on the show trying to argue with me using Nene's tactics. Like, nah, it doesn't work with me. It's very true. I don't know how I feel about the Portia versus Marlo situation. Yeah, let's let's get into final um, part yes. of Atlanta. Was this the final part? It felt like it should be. I yes, because was. they ended it, it with crab cakes, and I'm very okay, happy. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also really loving Bravo giving out like shots of anything but shots. This is really great for me, especially considering like let's respect that not everybody wants to drink all the time, and there's sobrieties and there's different versions of watch. Mm-hmm. They just watch themselves be drunk as hell for an entire like 17 hours or whatever on camera. I wouldn't want a shot right away either. Like, oh, that's what it no. looks like. Oh boy uh-huh <laughs> one of my favorite highlights of this part three was that kenya and portia they like did a recap of their entire relationship i guess to establish that they were like never friends like they really only bonded a little bit over the whole pregnancy of it all right which is understandable because that's a bond they can share and i love that for them as mommy yeah. friends like mm-hmm. if anything i do think both of their very adorable daughters should have a play date like even if they don't facilitate totally it, it's a door. It would. I would fucking die if PJ and Brooklyn had a play. So, so stinking cute. I know. So cute. I think they did like on vacation or something like that, something like that. But they established this like reel of their relationship, and it was all bad. So I was like, is it shocking to me that this is happening? Not at all. Like Chelsea from Oh No Bravo said on my show. We need to normalize having a villain on the shows, like and and being okay with that. Like Kenya is a good villain, and I wanted to get your thoughts on if Kenya this last part, the reunion as a whole. She was coming in villain heavy, but like, is this something that we should normalize instead of being like, oh, I hate her, she's so vile. Like, because you know, it is a show about yeah. these things. 
No, I, I I absolutely agree. And that's why I'm like, I don't, I'm not a Kenya fan, but she is needed. Like okay. they need that, that, they, that tension is needed. Like we watch the shows for drama. Obviously we love to see a Kiki. We love to have a good time, but we need the range. We need the ups and as in any, any scripted show, it has to have highs and lows. You know what I'm saying? There has to yeah. be stakes. There has to be tension. There has to be a reward at the end. Like there's a lot of things that need to happen in order to make a show work. And I she feel like, unless this, she's an actress, esteemed. <laughs> go on. But like, if it's not Kenya, it needs to be somebody, somebody, you know what I'm saying? To anchor yeah. as the villain. And I, and, and I think Kenya does an excellent job at it. She's a great yeah. villain. I and I've accepted that. I accepted it this season. Like I was one of those people that's like, oh, I hate Kenya. She needs to go. Like, I'm tired of her. her all of her games are so old. But after watching this season, I was like, okay, we need Kenya because like, what else do we have? Because like, K Candy's always going to be a narrator. She's always going to be that person that kind of is that voice of reason. That's her role. Mm -hmm. And then Drew, I don't know what Drew is doing. Latoya so and Drew. What is Cynthia doing? Because y'all. I don't know. What, what is, is Cynthia what is she doing? here for? You tell me, Moni. I, I don't know because I've been at Cynthia out. I said she is a beta and a very a professional beta. And to me, that's fine, but you need an alpha. And Kenya is not prepared to have anyone as her beta because even she treats Cynthia like an alpha. She thought if she buddied up to her, like she could get to her and Nini would be bothered. And it worked. So yeah. now it just looks like Kenya and alpha is going, uh, trying to like, beta a beta and it just doesn't make sense like it doesn't work. very first season as an alpha one of the earliest housewives next to candy in the sea of newness no nini and she flopped she fumbled her own bag she had a big ass wedding in the middle of an entire panini where the entire world is jobless mm -hmm. homeless in their houses anything of in between they can't leave a house and here she go making sure that nobody else can ever again and it's like Oh, like and she fumbled a bag and it was supposed to be the finale and you fumbled your own bag it was like thrusted into the middle of the season i know i know and just like thrown in there and it was supposed I to know. be the, and you didn't even get it on air they had to ask for your filming that you had to pay for wow girl a whole mess about fumbling your bag <laughs> yes seriously what well, i mean I what is she gonna do that what is she gonna do next season like what is there left Cynthia I honestly bring. feel like she's going to postpone looking at houses and she's asked back to oh, so postpone okay. looking at houses until because Mike, it was her final thought is like Mike and her are going to make Atlanta their permanent home and it's going to be a thing about her merging the two families together which is a thing but not totally a thing because all of their children all kids their are, grown. are grown so right. like really it's still going to be their house and at most it'll be some holidays that they'll get and if they yeah. do start filming fall winter is probably when they would start filming i don't suspect they would go any earlier i mean although potomac does film mad early they film like in the middle of filming the the season finales but atlanta i feel like they'll probably if they do try to rush this because of portia and she does say yes they might get one or two seasonal holidays like in the fall and that will be the most we get from Cynthia is seeing her family together. Wow. And then I give her one last final chance at like being the finale. Cause I even forgot that the whole white elephant party was at her house. It was so wow. overshadowed yeah, by everything and everyone else. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, it was at her house, wasn't it? 
didn't know. She spoke up like four times this entire part three. Oh my gosh. She said nothing. Yeah, she's she's a struggle. Yeah, she's struggling. So yeah, they'll just go look for houses. It'll be about merging the two families together and her probably reeling in from the backlash that she got. That'd be it. There's nothing wow. else there. And frankly, I could see that as a web clip. I can see that on bravotv.com. When you know when they say for more information and to watch Cynthia's house hunting journey, go to bravotv.com. I can do uh-huh. that. And I would probably yeah. do it on a random yeah. Saturday when I'm not studying for my just teaching exams. I'll just right. go. And I'll just, you know, when I have nothing no, right. to do, like I'll watch. I agree. And I, and I do, I think to answer your question, like, I do think we need Kenya, like, unless she's a replaced with someone that is just as strong as she is. I think we Ooh, need Kenya. Hard. I don't I think yeah, anybody that's else, they, they would think is being a try hard. Right. Somebody you know? said that Vivica would be a good addition. <gasps> Vivica A. Fox. Vivica is so controversial. I kind of dig it. I know. Now she, her and Kenya, I'd be, I, I would watch that like they hate each other. The two of them, that would be a good TV. Don't they? They hate each other still. That's what, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That would be crazy. Good TV. That would be nuts. Yeah. Yikes. I never forget when Vivica said um, that she, like when she was doing like her male cabaret, like male stripper club, that she wouldn't want any men there. And I was like, um, why not? Men would spend the most, gay men would spend the most amount of money on other men. Taking okay, right, 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 right. Semi, little bit homophobic. And it was so crazy because Annie just kind of let that slide. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, though I will balance that criticism of him out with, I actually kind of, I liked his performance as the moderator during the Atlanta part three reunion. I actually thought he did a decent job and was funny. He said something that had me dying. Oh, it was during the profit conversation. He was trying to explain to Latoya Drew's issues as a moderator does. He goes, well, she's saying that it caused a ripple in the profit community. And I <laughs> was on the ground in two seconds. I, love that. I slipped off of the damn couch a la Wendy Osefo and was like, oh my God, I know this meaning not to say a ripple in the profit community. What I love that moment. I was like, mean? Andy, Andy. That's not a thing. And when he said, he told, Lato- he told Drew, um, well, if you're going to be a real housewife of Atlanta, you better come with the better receipts. It's like, if you I was want like, All right. to be a housewife of Atlanta, okay. you need so to she, know how to do receipts. Still, you're I still in your shade. probation period. Look. Yeah. Receipts are a requirement. Monique gave us a book. There was a whole binder. And then Jamal we have Bryant Pam. responded with a binder. So if anything, Jamal could take over Drew's spot. That takes okay. care of the whole profit, the religion, and the binder receipts. <laughs> Three birds, one stone. That's right? a good one. Uh-huh. Like, what is this battle still about? Like, that? did you follow Drew's whole, like, multiple different prophets like there's seven of them one of them is like a famous gospel singer's mama and she won't do it because she's on like no she probably won't do it because you're on this show let alone latoya it has nothing to do with that one woman it has everything to do with the show you're probably on that you want her to be on because she probably does tell her church don't do this don't watch this show but like a baby blessing for a a a child that is not a baby right not a baby is that a thing not that I knew of. To be I honest, Bonnie, when when Drew wanted to start the segment off with a prayer, I was already checked out. I was like, no, she did not say she needed a word of prayer before she could speak on the prophet. 
And then Kenya said, this is just stupid. And I said, yes, Kenya, you are right. This is just stupid. Right. Because I think what Drew is failing to remember, like one of the core things about Christianity is like Christ did not run around calling people whore. Okay. And slut shaming them. He literally plucked the whole prostitute or like homewrecker from a well and was like, come with me. Because that's one thing as someone who was grown up repressed in a Bible black church with like very similar akin to Mary's yet like Jamal's like very big mega church. I know my Bible. So it's really hard for people to like to debate me on it because I know what it says. Like backwards, forwards, I've had to memorize a one scripture a week since I was three years old until I was in the 10th grade. So I, I know it. And I know for a fact that he never ran around and was cursing people out for any of the things that they did. He was taking all the, the hoes and the thieves and everything from trees and whales. And he was like, I actually like them. That's what I thought. They are the, first of all, they're the challenge. They are the most people who would believe because they're not holier than thou and sanctimonious. And Drew was acting like what Latoya did is any like more deplorable than what? Her husband leaving her and her children in the middle of the week? That's not great. Don't think we'd love that. Mm-mm. Right. I think that's a right. problem, actually. Now, why don't we mind what's going on in our home instead of focusing on what she's doing with hers? Like, whether exactly. or not Latoya did, it's, and it was kind of hypocritical because she was going off on Kenya for being invested in Portia's business, which I do think she went to, Kenya went too far. Um, oh, yeah. But like, so then why are you doing it to Latoya? You made an entire like final episode about whether or not right. she, who was in her this girl's legs. Stay out of her draws, as Portia Seriously. said. Seriously. Seriously. And, it, and if, if Drew were as, like, you know, Christian or whatever pure as she claims to be, it's like, why are you even in the room with Bolo? Like, you would think that she would have, like, completely removed herself from that situation yeah, for her to be so judgmental. Right? It's like, go to bed then. Why weren't you upstairs in bed like Kenya was? You were right down she there with everybody bed. else. She did. She right? Now, you could have went right know, on the bed. I want to know your thoughts on Kenya's response it came kind of kenya versus andy where andy was like you know you the cameras were down you did we did at you asked production to leave and they left candy set the rules it was very clear she wanted everyone to be free and do whatever they wanted and have this fun time and like yes there were mics and stuff there but the cameras were covered a group decision that you all made to cover them why do you think that because it's a work she's like oh it's a work trip it's a cast house blah 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 I'm like, Leah, but you got permission to be off work. People get off work and like at the work retreat, like they go and then like after a day full of seminars, they get to go out and have a little fun fun. We see it on Below Deck every week. That's a work trip. And then they get to go out and have fun. So which, where do you stand with it all? Is it that this is a work trip and we're entitled to this information as viewers regardless, but also Kenya is the one responsible for finding it out for us or like, we catch what we catch, but they were off camera. Okay, so I feel, I equate it to like, like, okay, for instance, like if I were working on a film that was, we were all on set all day. While you're on set, it's like, I would consider that like the cameras are rolling. Like even if the, like the cam, you're not actually on camera. Like I think of that house as like a set. Okay. So like you were on set. So like, we all decided okay let's go out for happy hour drinks afterwards like we're finally off work if my co-stars and my producer and my director and my grip and all my people are still there i i for me consider myself still on the clock because okay. it's like 
you still got to kind of watch your mouth. Like, you can't just like, oh, I'm getting drinks, I'm off the clock, but my boss is here, but we're not technically at work because they're still watching your ass. You still right. can't get too, too, too drunk. Like, like Kenya has never been your friend. And that's how I feel with Portia. It's like, if Kenya is anywhere around within, like, mm. at all, then you need to watch what you're doing because Kenya is never going to be the one to keep your secrets when it comes to look, yeah. when it comes to Kenya and Portia. So I feel like the whole defense of like, oh, well, we weren't working. It's like, if Kenya is around, you are working. Yeah, because you wouldn't be hanging out with her regardless. Exactly. If you so, weren't working. That's a very good point. I never thought know, of it that way because like, my first defense, and I love that you equated it to Kenya because my first defense was, they mounted cameras everywhere, but the set was downstairs. Everybody's bedrooms upstairs did not have cameras unless they were invited in. And they were, and King is like, well, it's a work trip and the mics are on, the cameras are on. Yeah, but there were no cameras in Portia's room, which is like, we don't know what happened. We did not hear it because there were no mics. Like, right. we don't know. They were not mic'd up anymore. So whatever did happen, we didn't catch it. So that's not the thing but you're right if she's hanging out with kenya that is work because she would never be hanging out with kenya you're still working your your castmate is mm. right there and you do have those messy co-workers who will be at the water cooler telling your business exactly like if you're going to if you're going to get drinks oh. after work and there's a certain co-worker there don't get too drunk good there's point other co-workers there you can let yourself get loose you can have a good old time so that's why I'm, that's the way i think it. i think about like what people are around you're not off the clock if Kenya is there. Got it. So I like it. Okay. You know, but I don't, a, but with that being said, I don't agree with what Kenya is doing, like with the slut shaming and like yeah, dragging okay. her for filth and all of that. Like that was all unnecessary. Yeah, because who her cares? Business. Like I was very who much cares? a team candy oh, to that, let her that have was, fun. Yeah. But it and was I fun at first. Yeah. And then she ruined but the, it. But the, the idea of thinking that like you're going to somehow have some anonymity when Kenya is no I would not expect that at all that's a very good point yeah okay I I, I buy that that makes sense to me yeah um pretty much nothing else happened other than those pretty things much. except for <laughs> Candy got her crab cakes and I was very happy for her because that was problematic she was like y'all not gonna just be able to eat and I'm producing a great ass trip and y'all not gonna give me some food so right? relatable, understood. Candy got oh, absolutely. And then weirdly, and Drew kept name dropping. I was like, "So are you? Uh, are you friends with LeBron James?" She goes, "I did one time, no, before he was um before he was a drafted. famous basketball player." Girl gone. Okay, actually, I asked my fiance about this because she played basketball her entire life, and LeBron James is her absolute favorite person like in the world I, mean, I would be the best fiance ever if just one day one day I got her one day. or something <laughs> I don't know but one day it will happen let's see and so he was drafted in 2003 and was named the rookie of the year in 2003 because Maya was telling me the boys are big even when they are not drafted because like, that's a very big deal when they get drafted. Even the first overall pick, they're known. Like, they're known in the high schools, the everything of that nature. 2003, let's see. Where was Drew Sidora in 2003? Let's look up her let's you know, see. filmography or anything of that, of that nature. Um, her career did not take off until 2004. So she was in white shirts. Huh unnotably um as Shawnice in 2004 step up in 2006 in her very big 
like claim to fame is what the game like what year was that i can't even i don't even remember what year that was i want to say definitely after 2003 but probably before um which what a movie i just say oh step up which did you hear her name dropping step up as if that was a oh thing? my god i know girl i mean we saw it but damn <laughs> and like saying it made like millions and millions like 600 million or something some it crazy didn't. number oh girl the game was in 2006 and she wasn't even in the first couple seats like the oh first two episodes of the season so she's, how you she's know him when he was, when he was drunk i don't believe I anything that drew says but because i also think he came out right out of high school or something like that like i don't think he went to college first because you could do that at that point so right right i'm just like, when did you hang out with this number one overall draft pick of high school basketball? I just want to know. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't it. either. Like, okay. Hmm. Just find that really interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, she's, mm. she's one of those, she's like one of those people that's like, she'll just like make up a lie, you know, and like, she'll just lie. Yeah. She'll it just like, seems give like she just like say something drop. on the spot. Mm-hmm, I will say though, it's like you we're know, going fact check it. right, right. In the middle of a reunion, she's like, "I'm just gonna say that." But Kenya, it's like Kenya is one of those people where it's like, you know, what we were saying about her being a villain. But it's like you, she always, like, even when you start to like Kenya a little bit, you're like, okay, yeah, she's making sense. Because a lot of things that Kenya said at the reunion, I felt made sense. Mm-hmm. And then she'll say something that's just like, ah, one of those was when uh, Andy was like, "Oh, has anyone seen Tanya?" Whatever. And then Tanya, he, he referenced Tanya's fiance as her husband. And Kenyon was like, no, not husband, life partner. Which I would argue is harder to do. <laughs> okay. It's harder to stay with someone after five, 10 years because ask Portia, it's easy to get someone to propose to you because she's gotten two. Two. So. I was just like, really, Kenya? Like after they shamed you for all those years for not being married, are you going to try to shame this woman? for not being married even though there's nothing to be shame. it's just yeah it's that like that like you said that backwards way of thinking like a lot of the southern women have where oh well you're less than me because you're not a wife you know even though she was never actually in a relationship with this man kenya that she was married and he hate you and you don't even know what's happening hate you you like he hates her more than we like i i don't like kenya but her her own husband dislikes her more than me he really thought we were going to be on his side because he was like, listen, I hate her too, y'all. We're like, but wait a minute. <laughs> right? we, didn't, we didn't marry her. her. Right. <laughs> Very confused. Uh, Atlanta, you have been weird to us, but someone did mention like the reason Atlanta got three parts is because their reunions are just like an event in and of themselves. The season can be trash and you will watch all three parts of the reunion. And I would agree because I got more from these reunions than I did from the whole season. I cared more about them. I really could have just watched the reunion and not the season and been fine. I thought I, I, I can't believe that's all we got. Her wedding. She did. So all we got this season was Cynthia's wedding, Bolo, and the prophet no bolo was a great event that was a night to remember oh, it that was. is a standalone no episode. i love bolo but it could but that was all we got it was like this they drug that out like i'm so if thank god for bolo yeah we would have had nothing. I mean, we had to lose tanya so shout out to a real one but like it was a worthy no. casualty yes <laughs> sorry 
And shout out to that girl. Sorry to that girl. Because <laughs> Porsche was like, I'm still friends with her. And Kenya kept saying, like, you are not a loyal friend. Like, literally, she's the most loyal friend. She was like, I'm denying it because I don't want anything, her to be in any trouble. But, like, right. since they out my draws, I'm going to be using that. I don't know in what capacity. I love it. I love it. Up, <laughs> it's perfect. So, oh, my God. Okay, Damn, so let's move on. We... We must do Dallas. I don't wanna, but we gotta at uh, least just say say something so that they're like, you don't watch mm-hmm. all the shows. I watch all the shows, so we just gonna say it and then we'll take a break and get into the actual things that matter, which is Jersey and New York. But like, so Dallas, mm-hmm. did you watch it? I did watch it. Oh, okay. That's cool. Me and, too. you know, it was one of those things I, I thought to myself, it's like, they done made, push this girl into a nosebleed. My poor girl. Mm. That's how much weight she had to carry this season that she done got a nosebleed. And to have to watch her sit here and argue with Cam, it's just so insulting. Like, I really felt, mm-hmm. like, so bad for her that she even had to engage with this woman and try to explain to this woman what racism is and, like, and, and what white explaining is. Like, everything, and then all of the receipts. And I'm like, why do we get to see Cam's whole book of receipts, but we didn't get to see anything in the binder that, that Monique brought? Like, that's, that's the receipt book that I actually wanted to see. I don't care nothing about the tabs. Seriously. But then we get to see Cameron, everything in Cameron's pamphlet that is all irrelevant that nobody cares about. Like Cameron, I I really feel like, is it her time? Like I, like she needs to go. Oh yeah. The internet has been mad. I really hope that if anything, if Bravo ever listens to anything, that they listen to the idea of racism on Bravo just doesn't work. Like I've heard um, you know, Andy's defense of like Kelly Dodd still be having a job, which lets me know it's ha- she's sticking around. But like yeah. being like, you know, people where she lives, people still believe the same things that she does as, as about COVID and stuff like that. Yeah, but we don't have an issue with that. Like whatever, she wants to go ahead and get herself sick, whatever. That's her prerogative. What we have an issue with is her blatant like disrespect for any other person or group outside of herself in a way that is so problematic and dangerous that it's not enjoyable. It's not an opinionated group. We're talking about life like mattering and not mattering. And it's not like it's even as lighthearted, um, disappointing as like Shannon's, I don't, I'm not political. Like, okay, rolling eyes. Like that's not right, the right, answer. Right. But we're talking about like Kelly being just like blatantly dumbass speaking out the mouth, like talking mm-hmm. out of her ass. When she has also a, I believe, woman of color stepdaughter, like who has agreed that her stepmother is problematic as hell, allegedly, like on on the Instagram and stuff, and won't even like they have a strained relationship because of it. I have an issue with that. And giving her a platform on the reunion to say, I'm black, I'm black. It's like, I don't love Kenya for a lot of things, but I thought that her apology well, really, her owning up to her mistake about wearing someone's culture as a costume was important because, A, the yeah. wives called her out in the confessionals because they knew what it was. They didn't have to guess. And what's crazy is that Bravo even released a statement later because they let it air. She was like, mm-hmm. Portia and then were like, I thought we don't do this anymore. Like, what is going on, girl? What a year are you mm-hmm. in? And I was like, exactly. Mm-hmm. But Kenya to say, you know, I thought using saying that ended the part of my heritage, even if like no one else knew that respectfully we don't know that um just because it's part of my heritage that means I should have been aware and I should know so then and that is the only thing that stuck out to me the most because that's the truth 
if you're going yeah. to claim something that everyone else in the room is saying you have no business claiming, you need to at least know what it is that you're doing, especially if you're going to claim it to excuse problematic behavior that the very mm-hmm. people who would be hurt by this are telling you is bad. Right. Like, so Kelly, if you're black, quote unquote, LOL, I roll, whatever. If you are, right. though, you are not, and you are the most passive person I've ever seen, then. Right. right. Or, then how do you not know what's going on? And why do you exactly. feel like you still can say and do whatever you want? You should know better if this is truly a part of your heritage. Absolutely. Exactly. And just, that part. I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand, like, why they think that this is the level of, like, controversial that we're talking about. Right. This isn't it. It's not mm-hmm. bigotry. We mean like my house is bigger than your house. You're such a fucking liar, Camille. Like I don't right. like Kyle Thank you. at all. And Kyle is the epitome of what it means to be a controversial, polarizing housewife without a lot of bigotry. Like there's not a knock on yeah. but like she her performance on the show on Beverly Hills has never made me feel uncomfortable about myself and who she targets are the women that signed on to be on the same show as her not yeah. other ex- like communities that did not sign on to be targeted she's right. going after the leases and camille's of it all she's not going after her groups of people who are watching the show who are in charge uh-huh. of her ratings right exactly maybe that's exactly. why Leo's ratings are so damn high maybe yeah i mean they they, they really do a good job at that like, like you said, like being controversial and giving us the drama without being like flat out racist. And like you were saying, without going, like without that being the only thing that you can use to try to offend someone going after their race. It's like you said, it's just like, you're not good at your job. Those women, I guess, are good at their job. I mean, mm-hmm. so far, so far. And it's disappointing in mean, Cam because she's gone after Brandy and Stephanie. So wait, when it's non-white people, you don't know how to fight with them fairly without mm-hmm. feeling triggered, just like Brandy felt triggered that she could not be herself and be funny with Tiffany around. You feel like you're going to be automatically racist or you know have to defend whether or not you are racist every time you're around someone who's a person of color. Then maybe you need to check that. Yep. If you can be a good housewife and controversial with everyone else on the show, but the one person whose race you can't get past, I think you need to do a different job. That's also probably yeah. the very definition of racism. Right. <laughs> like right. You can't do your job without bringing um, in something that they can't change. Like, right. <laughs> and it sucks. Like, have you heard the rumor that Tiffany really did get fined for saying white splaining? No. Oh, yeah. Jennifer, the breadhead, who I did not know that was her name until after the show who was on the show for like five seconds. Yes. She's been alleging on the internet that Brandy, I mean, that Tiffany got fined. A few of them got fined. Like They get fined for like, quote unquote, racist things that they say. Fined um, by who? The network? The network or the production. Somebody is, is fining them. And wow. allegedly Tiffany really did get fined for saying white explaining. And I am- Oh, come on. <sighs> Do they not know the definition of that so word? The, I either Kelly Dodd is the richest woman in America. Right. Or someone got some explaining to do. Yeah. Because she got that doesn't make sense. 50K out the ass every 10 minutes. Absolutely. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. 
Really? It doesn't make sense. I would like to not believe it, but I have plenty of people have been like, no, that actually happened. And it's simply unreal. Like, even if she has the money, it's like, what a waste. Because if she was going to say anything, seriously, you know, that's that ain't, right. That ain't even it. And that's, and this goes back to what we were saying earlier about like people of color, women of color getting on these shows and not actually getting to do what they were there. They were cast on the show to do. Like Tiffany is yes. such a great housewife and they She's won't so allow rich. her to be one. She owns so a hotel. Rich. Why right? are we not talking about that? Thank you. She doesn't, we want housewives like her that don't need the show. You know what I mean? That she's got a full-time job. She's got her kids. She's got her man. She's got the great storyline with her mom and all of her cults. We don't get to focus on any of that and let her actually breathe and be the housewife that she is. She's actually one of the best housewives that I've seen in a while come on the show that uh, is like, yeah. not like that's a full, has a full life of her own that the life she's would giving continue me with or without the camera. Vibes. Yes. And then she can't even come on there and be a housewife because she's got to teach these women how to not be racist like that's not her job when you look at the job description of what it takes to be a real housewife that should not be on her list of things that she has to do just because she's a woman of color and that infuriates me because that's not what this season should have been about it should have been about right. oh how kooky she is and everything that she's her got going hosting on skills and, that yeah, was and, weird yes, like girl has obviously not been a host very many times and the the, the polished uh, manners police I actually would take that from them because Cameron has been mismannered since she got there and society this and nothing polite and blah, blah, blah. I would take that from them. But then we make, we don't, we make the block hot. And this is what I'm talking about. We came to it and we went too far and we can't have fun. And I just want Housewives to be fun. And Dallas don't got the ratings to be acting this way. You cannot be misbehaving with a half a million viewers. I know. You cannot. Summer House, they can because they signed on to misbehave and it's what's caused them to reach over half a million viewers, but not Dallas. We are already on the brink in the bridge. And now Tiffany talking about something, I won't come back. And no, we have fallen again. And I know everything that's going on with her and her brother-in-law on um, the internet. I'll probably talk more about that on Hot Topics on my Patreon because I simply don't have the energy to get into what the fuck Court Westcott or whatever the Westcott's. Oh my God. These, it's vile. So I'm like, I actually don't want to do that. But let me tell you something to that brother of his. Hashtag your culture. Culture is not a costume. Like, right. Be quiet. Like, goodbye just wow. spoken from for, I mean for anybody who doesn't know exactly what I'm talking about he just hashtag a bunch of Cinco de Mayo pictures and was like your culture is my costume oh my and God. your culture is my dog's costume I saw that which is I so weird because so, Cam's like BFF like, wait, this is, is Carrie I was like this is not what I think it is it is wow. wow like her BFF is Carrie I'm sure she's just taking it to the chin because she feels like she has to and that's what's yeah. worse she didn't yeah. ask to be triggered in her own friendship and she could probably, probably never express it because what like hello like this yeah. man you know what i will say this that's spoken like a somebody who has no culture you're right exactly and that's that's that and that's that's on you sorry yeah mm. <laughs> deal with it you get to be a white man in america that's not good enough and rich like, what are you mad about? 
I'm right. so sick of rich people being so angry. I know, I know. It's like, Let go enjoy your rich. money. Give it to me. I will show you how I'll to be rich it. and happy. Let I will do it for you. about the 50 shades of unbothered a bitch would be if she had your kind of millions. Okay. <laughs> I would be life so is, away. Like, life is all about out of office. Like, oh yeah, you wouldn't be able to find me. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm on Simon's jet. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I am dipped the fuck out. I'm oh yeah. Gone. Oh yeah. So like, if you if you really that have that much time to tweet and be mad at everybody, hmm, you're doing it wrong. I would be every kind of Lisa Vanderpump petty. I just said today, like I can't stand. I know that Lisa Vanderpump as an individual is trash, but as a housewife. Oh my God! Did you hear that she um sent Kyle Richards the bill? Like they were at the same time. Yes. The bill that is funny. I that saw is it. Good and they said no mess. mess. <laughs> <laughs> like no, she did not. So much mess. To me though, I think that LVP also probably meant that as an olive branch. I'm not even kidding. I think that in her sense of humor, it's a humor. Yeah. she probably was like, that's her way of being over it. Like being over what happened because otherwise she would just shun and like ignore. But yeah, that true. was funny. Like, hmm, you'll take care of this. And oh my uh-huh. God, it was so funny to me. I was like, what, please? And I know people are probably like, no, Monty, what, have you lost it? And like, but good at it like i'm excited for this new season i do think sutton will give it to us but lvp is so good at this at petty extra messy oh she's good at dirty because she's bored but she only does it to the women that sign on for the show she was Mm -hmm. very good at making sure that the other women on her show felt like competition she was so insecure about them that she yeah. was able to constantly battle them. Like, oh, you're right. I miss it. She, the insecurity is the the piece that keeps her in the mess because she's yes. just insecure enough. Even though she's rich and fabulous and has it all, she's just insecure enough. I like an insecure. Stay in the mess. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Like not desperate, but insecure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's my overall feeling about Dallas is that like Cam needs to can't watching Cam and, and and that conversation with Cam and Tiffany go on for as long as it did, it just pissed it me off. It was unwatchable. I I I was just so pissed. I was like, this is not what I want to be watching right now. Like this woman having to defend. This is not. This is not housewife drama. This is something right. that like you wouldn't even have a conversation with a woman like this in real. Like this is so stupid. Yeah, and if this is the case, if this is what we have, we could have just made it one, one, one part. We really could have. Right. I would have taken a Watch What Happens Live special. What was that year that like they, they didn't even do like a reunion for Shaza Sunset? They had like twos and twos and twos come on Watch What Happens Live. We could have even done that. A little check-in. Like you talk about your experience this season. You talk about yours. You talk about yours. And then we yeah. done. We don't have any more. Absolutely. And I will say this. I will say this. One thing that I did appreciate, and this is was my biggest complaint from um, Deandra from the just the whole season, was that I felt like she really did let Tiffany down, not only as a friend, but as a so-called ally to not, to, she should have stepped in and been like, this is not her position 
to be teaching us and then really stood up for her. And I, I really appreciated that Deandra was able to say that and like be the only one that has a common sense to know that like the person of color is not the one here that is on the hot seat. This is your responsibility to learn and educate yourselves. So I did appreciate Deandra pointing that out. Like we made this her responsibility when really it was ours. Yes. And also y'all like just normalize the fact that if you're told that something you've done was racist, Unless you know for a fact that what you've done, you would do to absolutely anyone, which you probably don't know because you haven't had the opportunity to do it to absolutely anyone, almost take their word for it, especially if it's coming from a place of like, Tiffany has done everything in overtime to be accepted by this group. And if she's still saying that y'all aren't treating me poorly for these reasons, and it was offensive to me, just say I'm sorry for offending you. Like, that's it. It's not Period. a question of, I'm sorry if I, well, she already said you did. So right. you don't have to if it. And then it's not, well, I think that you're offensive because you it should just say right. sorry or be like, that's your opinion. If you're really going to be like an asshole about it, just be like, okay. Yeah. That's your opinion. Absolutely. And that's, like, that's what they need to all learn. Truly truly because as it stands right now the, honestly the entire show can go ahead like the whole mm -hmm. show i want absolutely none of it and yeah that's pretty much it on on that's Dallas it. we can take a quick break and we'll be back with a quick jersey and really get into new york because that's all that really matters that's all that yes. i wanted to watch this week and i guess that's how it's supposed to go that's why new york is everybody's <laughs> favorite yes all right y'all one second Y'all, I'm back and I have Sasha from the Bravo Breakdown still here with me, soon to be from the, the TV. You can see her there, but you can also, of course, catch her on any platform that you will listen to uh, my Patreon on. You can just go ahead to the Google Chrome or the Safari <laughs> and subscribe to that Patreon and get her Bravo Breakdowns every week. But if you need a little hint, little teaser, little appetizer, we're actually going to break down some more Bravo right now. The good stuff. We're talking Jersey and then New York. So Jersey, this was the finale. And I, are you a fan of these shorter seasons? Because I've gotten some back and forth. Some people like the 13 episodes. Some people are like, we don't have anything. We don't know what we saw. Okay, so as a content creator like yourself, I like the shorter seasons. Okay. Just because like I get kind of burned out and I'm like, okay, whew, that was a little nice little round and we move on. But as far as just watching it, I would like a little bit more. Okay. Okay. I can see it because this finale you know didn't I mean? give me a lot. And the right. trailer like, for the reunion didn't give me so much. But, and then I was like, oh, it's only two parts. And I'm feeling like that's because we had a short season. There's nothing else to talk about. Right. But then again, there's also nothing else to talk about. So maybe it was the thing that they capped it. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, a few things happened on Jersey. So Jen Aiden and her man they had a joint like a family anniversary party i love that her daughter who's my queen like i say don't stand at house but you can stand mm -hmm. a child and olivia is, is oh a my god goddess okay everything like what she planned her mom and dad's anniversary party and she was like this is my way of saying that my parents are still in love my family is great i'm still rich and cute as hell and i get to live in this big house with everybody that i love and this is great for me <laughs> and i love it for you 
No, yes. she planned the whole party where she didn't want to eat none of the food. I loved it. <laughs> I love Olivia. I'm like, can I just be Olivia when I grow up? Like, I just want to like be too. Like, she's living her best life. She told all her siblings, none of us or you would be here if it wasn't for them. I said, you better educate. <laughs> Tell them. She said, y'all, we need to right. support our parents because we're here because of them and the world needs me. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for making me. I but love she's it. adorable. The food looked good. I thought that Jen and her husband, I thought it was actually a really cute, subtle party. And it did enough for me to where I was like, no, I think this is how we have pandemic parties. Because like, if you give right, me right. enough, give me a multi-serving, a multi-course serving meal where I, it's okay that like, I'm not worried that anyone's going to get sick because the kids are going in and out of school. I'm not worried about their teachers or them. Like they're able to do what they got to do. Dad is a doctor. Like everybody's fine, but just drape it in some diamonds or something. And we have a party. You don't okay. need to worry. Like, you don't even need and a 150 people too. when you have oh. a half a carrot for each year we've been married. I my when I tell you I I was not able to breathe when you said those words. Wow. Nine, she could barely breathe. Jen could barely breathe. Yeah, what else do you do with a non-carrot ring other than go breathless? Seriously, I was like, yeah. That ring I for me, like, I'm not a jewelry person, but that ring, like, I would just, like, prop that. I would want to just, like, have it propped up somewhere and just, like, look at it. Oh, yeah. You I know what I mean? Just look at it. Would, would you a, wear would such a, would a, a ring? Spotlight? No, I wouldn't. Hmm. Me, personally. I'm not a jewelry person, just, just in general. Like, I just, like, I literally only wear my engagement ring. That's the only jewelry I really ever wear. Hey, like, y'all know Sasha style. was engaged. You would never know if she had ever <laughs> had a mouse. So we focus on the ball situation. And because I'm not, I'm bad. And you wouldn't know it because I'm not actually responsible like Monty and it's actually- No, because me, I'm just like, I'm nothing. I'm just engaged. (laughs) I'm a fiance. I'm I'm setting us back 15 years as well. No. (laughs) Listen, I'm in my 20s. That's like the whole point. Like you're supposed to be, like what did they say to uh, Leanne when she was getting married? Like you're acting like a girl in her 20s. I'm like, hello. Right, you're like here I am. So if I'm not pulling me in energy, you better do I'm it. I know you better it, do right. it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like five or six more years, and I'd be out of the running to be able to be this excited. So oh, I know. Uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm out of that range, girl. So that's probably maybe that's why. Because I love I don't like jewelry at all. I used to as a as a like a, in high school, but all I wear now is my ring. Like it's the only thing that I care about. But it's mainly now it's like force of habit. Like if it's not yeah. on, because I play with this so much. So if it's not on, I'm like, <gasps> yeah. Although I yeah. could not have that feeling with a non-carrot ring. Holy shit. I, that's too much responsibility. I, yeah. That's the thing. It's like a ring like that. Like I loved it, but I wouldn't be able to wear it because then every time I wore it, I would just be like so careful. And like, oh, did I bump it on anything? Did oh, I scratch God. it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because I cook too much. I mean, and I wash my hands even with my ring on. I don't know if you're supposed to do that or not. Yeah, but I know like, I do. In my mind, it touches stuff, so germs. <laughs> so I gotta wash it. It needs to be too. clean. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And soap and water. And that's why they pay the big bucks. You know, it's a durable stone. Exactly. I love that for for us. And I really yes. love Jen's yellow diamond. She said she's always wanted one. I love that he listened. That's really nice. We love a listening man. Bill is someone I saw say like Bill has the glow up of like all times. He went from being like kind of controlling and not listening to his wife last season to being fully supportive 
and listening, draping her with diamonds and jewels, like being all up in the love. And he even like yells at Joe, you, I learned drunkenly. I love that. You gotta listen. You just gotta listen to her because it's just I love it's that. better. Everything in life is better if you listen to your wife. I was like, tell him, Bill. Joe was like, shut up, you're drunk. I'm like, you might want to listen to that drunk person because he is speaking the truth. Yes, absolutely. Like, I'm very happy for him. Like, I, I, am I want that. I want that for him. Um, I am very curious to get your thoughts. Oh, first, I want to say I was scared it was going to be a vow renewal. When he got on one knee, I was like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. I know, <laughs> I know. That did not happen. He was just saying, I love you. And I was like, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Luis? We see them, they're having a date. We meet him. A lot of the internet thinks that he's not great. Romanza Bravo is doing an entire Dirty Louise series on their Patreon where they have found oh out my God. lots of things. And I guess the reason why people think he's not great <gasps> oh is because God. he's kind of like done this before. Like he's been with a rich like divorcee or a rich widow or something before. And okay. the way Teresa's origin story is of like, I waved and he waved back. I'm like, yeah, because you're recognizable. Just saying. Right. Like he knew who you so were. Is he, so is he trying to play it off as if he didn't? Or is he admitting that he I don't know if himself? he's playing off as he didn't, but it's like, if it's true that he does allegedly have this pattern of dating and courting really rich, well-off women to kind of finagle some kind of monies or something from them, then it would help that he already knew who she was. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying I know it. I have not listened enough or learned enough or read enough to get the vibe of like, why? And I'm not saying Teresa's not worthy of being loved, but it just happened very kind of quickly. And yes, we know mm-hmm. Simon Porsche, that can happen too, but like he, they've already bought a property together. Yeah, that's so. where, I, and, I, and I feel it's, it's hard because I love the idea of it. Like, I love the idea of Teresa moving on you know, finding a man that gives her compliments besides calling her a whore and shut up and a cunt or whatever else Joe used to call her and showing her the affection that she's always wanted. I like the idea of it. But even if I didn't know all of these side facts about Louis, like if I had no idea about his past, he looks creepy to me. Like he just looks like he's yes. up to something. Yes. Like he, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, I don't trust him. And then they were kissing at dinner and uh, did you clock Teresa's eyes were like completely open when yeah, they were she kissing was at dinner? I want to know what she restaurant like, that was. It looked really good too. <laughs> it did. I was like, oh my god, her eyes are completely open right now. Hilarious. I recently said that I'm like scared to go to Jersey because the mafia and um <laughs> my very Jersey Italian roommate also just looked at me because she was like, oh really? Because I was like, I've told the say? people. I'm scared because the whole Dina of it all, like Dina just put out an entire thing of, of like, or just came out like her ex-husband who is related to Caroline Manzo, who y'all really want back, but now I am nervous. Like she got like the, the man who attacked her, the people who attacked her and her fiance were indicted and the ex-husband put them up to it. And one of the payments was a party at the Brownstone allegedly. I'm like, okay, so actually... I could stay away for a very long time from this. Yeah. It doesn't help that my very own best friend, who I'm a bridesmaid in her wedding, is getting married in New Jersey. You know, so you will be picking me up from the airport and transporting oh me everywhere. And people really respond to me. She's like, it's fine. Just stay away from the mafia. I'm like, you say that like that's regular. All right. This is not a regular sentence that someone says. 
Like, I would be afraid too, Monty. Like, like, I really would. And it does not help that so much of the representation that I have for New Jersey, I don't have much, is genuinely Housewives of New Jersey and Jersey Shore. And Jersey Shore was a hot-ass mess. And Housewives, we have Joey Gorga. Right. Okay. Right. Let's, that's and it. There's that's, that. that is how this episode ends. So let's get into it. Do we believe that Joe Gorga is a chauvinist? Oh my gosh, is he? How could he be? I don't know. I think it's something. Maybe there's something there. How would you ever say something like that, Monty? An opinion? (laughs) Unfounded. (laughs) Like, I mean, he told a woman she was damaged. It was so ridiculous. Like, that this is even an argument. He told Frank that. He was like, I love you, Frank, but you damaged her. It's her, right. Uh, (laughs) I know, I know. I love the back and forth between him and Margaret. Yeah, she was Margaret not was like, She was not at all. She was like, you are a chauvinist. You are. What you said was chauvinistic. You said right. it and it was bad. And he's like, but uh, I know. He's like, I, you know, I know her 20 years. And she goes, okay. And? Still bad what you said. Right. It's almost like he doesn't really know what the word is. Like, I bet if he, he looked it up, he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, that is me. Like, yeah, I do think that women belong in the home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, women... but he and Teresa aren't the brightest. Like, they, it's cut from the same club, which is terrible because they mama and daddy were lit. Like, I loved both of them so much. But their kids, stressful. Like, very stressful. But at the same time, I'm like, did you clock that Melissa was telling them? Yeah, he is chauvinistic. But I can't, we can't talk about that. Like, she even said in her confessionals, I know that, but I don't want them to say that. She told them, whatever you think I'm dealing with, it's more for me at home. And I don't want to get into this later. And I'm like, oh, way to give me some tea. She's like, right. She's like, did y'all meet him yesterday? I'm like, oh, so you know your man's is trash. Just saying. Pretty much. So then what's the conversation then? Like, she's okay with it. It's like, okay, yeah, he's trash. He's chauvinistic. I married him and it is what it is. I think she'd leave when her children are grown you think so I, i'm you think sad so? about it but i think she would i yeah. don't think she'd think that she could do it by herself completely but i think she would leave wow i just feel like it's will she leave because she's so attached to this well you know now that Teresa is divorced you know her and Teresa used to are so competitive but now that Teresa is divorced i feel like that gives her a little bit more comfort and like oh she did it i can do it too but i guarantee you if Teresa, let's say none of this had ever happened with Teresa and, and her ex I don't think Melissa would ever divorce Joe just for the fact of like wanting to have that competitiveness with mm-hmm. Teresa. Like, oh yeah, I have the perfect home and the perfect man and the perfect marriage. And but I now she, she kind of feels if, okay. If anyone like Teresa could make it out and survive, she definitely right. could because she at least she has some it. wits about her. You know what I mean? Yes. And then I think they talk like Teresa and, and Melissa, even if like not on camera, they kind of talk because she said, well, you know, your sister even said that she would never go back to the old way like the old way of thinking I'm like well we mm-hmm. didn't see that on camera so she Melissa's been asking some questions yeah yeah and yeah I really do believe that if anything Melissa would kind of wait I because she could definitely still have the lifestyle that she wanted she's oh yeah able to have she's a big following like she could do her store like she could fine I think it's mm-hmm. a matter of how fine would she be but it also seems like she's not into all the money with none of the respect anymore and she even said, she's like, I, it actually broke my heart because I know she's like the queen of fake storylines, but I actually believe this one. 
Like this I one did makes too. me sad because I don't think she wanted it to go this way. Mm-mm. And she was like, it's my own fault. Like I created this. I let him think that everything in my life was about him. So me doing anything for me, he would probably think I'm leaving him. Because he's like, don't forget about me. I'm like, did she file for divorce or start right. a business? Like, right. What did, one does not beget the other. Like, that's not what that means. You're not being mm-hmm. forgotten about because she still has children at home. So she's coming home. Right. She's, she's not, coming she's home. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, he's forgetting not that. Like, her kids. No. It's like, you think that much of her that she's just going to go off and just try to be this whole star and just leave her kids at home. Like, that's insulting to her. Like, obviously, she's going to come home every night. Yeah. You know what I mean? She'll like, cook you some dinner and things like that. And, it's like crazy because my my roommate has actually said like you know when her mom went back to work and because she wanted to do something for herself literally a job she doesn't need she just wanted to have something fulfilling for her own self which I totally understand doing something for yourself and having that money that you made can be very fulfilling anytime mm-hmm. I make a little sale of my merch or like someone gets a, gives me a Patreon subscriber or like you know even just sends me a couple of dollars like on Venmo I feel so fulfilled because it's like yeah. all the hours I put into recording all the watching that I didn't want to do even like fun work it feels good to know that it's wrecked something like it's given someone something that they can say hey you're doing a good job for you not as this person's fiance not as the fiance of the chiropractor like you taking care of patients not as this person's daughter any of that it's like Monty did this Monty did a good job and Monty made me happier like Melissa could want that for herself and I think that that's okay to do but like maybe my friends like her mom had to put like the dinner in the oven for her dad before she left for work because otherwise he'd be like where is my dinner and it's like this first of all i love italian food but it's not that motherfucking complicated you can heat up okay sir right thank you throw some noodles in the water put a little ragu on the stove and call (laughs) it a day at the very least you could just take like some tomatoes and like put them in like the little blender and you heat it on the stove that's it that is pretty much it Throwing some basil and olive oil and we're good. Like, it's not that complicated. Like, there are some complicated cuisines, but no one's asking you to make freaking pad thai. Like, right. it is standard. A lot of it is standard. It's, if you have to do it yourself, I'm not saying what their wives do. It's like standard. What Jim was cooking up, legendary looking. What, you know, even like wow. Melissa, like she talks about pot roast and stuff as if it's normal. Legendary. And Teresa be stuffing sausages for years and stuff. That's all legendary. But like you to feed yourself while your wife goes out, like to act like you can't eat unless she's home is ridiculous. That's not a thing. It's just crazy to me that that Joey and a lot, all these other men and, and, you know, Frank, they really assume that like their woman is a robot. Like she's never going to change. Like she's going to stay the woman that he married for the rest of their enti- the entire duration of their marriage. Like, how could you possibly live in reality and expect that from someone? Like, I expect my partner to change and evolve. Mm-hmm. And they really just thought that, like, she would just be happy just being at home for the rest of her life. Why are you crazy. okay with the same norm for so long? Right? I don't it's get so it. boring I and repetitive. I don't want that. Also, sir, right. all of your success of Grow With Gorga and your business and your books, that's because of your wife. Oh, exactly. So, Let's not forget. Sounds like she should be making more around. He's like, well, I liked it when she took me out there with her. I'm like, but they want her. They're not booking you. This is because right. of her. And for you to basically resent her on at her job and resent her job while at her job is crazy. 
So if she leaves this job tomorrow okay. and no one gives a fuck about Joey Gorgay again. Are you cool? Then what? Then what? But like how small is his dick though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> because to be this insecure, like it must just be microscopic. Like how? Yeah. Like he's, he's definitely so giving insecure. me little dick energy. So small. Has to be. There was a moment when uh when um uh, uh Melissa was like, Yeah, I'm gonna be a, mer- a mermaid and you can be a merman. And he was like, Oh, oh, really? And his I've face got so uncomfortable. And she's like, Oh, don't worry, it's really manly. He's like, Oh, oh, okay. Like he just has to make sure that he's like manly. Oh my god. Oh, I love women. Like it's like, okay, dude. Like yeah. you know I mean? it's like he's so insecure. At the um, whatchamacallit? Oh, what was it? At the golf club, he was like yeah, let's go find some ladies. Like, first of all, you're married. And if you constantly need to be surrounded by women to prove that you're a man and not gay, I think, first of all, nothing makes you gay but sticking your dick in another man and saying, Thank I'm you. gay. Right. I enjoyed it. And straight. this is what I would like to do. And this is what I would like to do only. Like, you're fine. Relax. There's something going on there, like, where he's so insecure. How do you about surround some... yourself with women? There's not your wife. So Go weird. home, maybe, if that's the case. But, like, yeah. also, no one thought you were. Relax. Like, this is all insecure. I, know, I don't so like weird. the little dick energy. It's just very weird, considering, like, everybody on Jersey is, like, all, all everything is the man, the man, the man. I love that Dolores is like, you know, what if I took a poll right now about whether or not y'all would make it how would you feel about that and i was like "Ooh, shots fired points made because mm-hmm. she would probably hate that and it sucks that melissa went home mad because she just knew it was going to get worse and worse because joe was like i'm not apologizing for nothing and he's like you know but i mean well and it re- this is a great segue but it reminds me of ramona's tagline for new york and it's like yep. i could always like even if i say it wrong i have the right intentions it doesn't matter how you said it is what we have a problem with. Exactly. Exactly. The fact that they even let her use it as her tagline, it's just like, get ready. This hmm. is, you have to look forward to this season. So do you think, think it's something beyond this health comment? Because it wasn't great. No, I think there's more. I think there's going to be more. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, Because we it's her tagline. Huh? It's her tagline. Yeah. So it's got to be more than that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, so we've, we've, we finally have made it to New York, which oh, New it's York. still, it didn't feel like when it ended that it was over. I was actually like, wait, this is it. So I think we're still building, but I do think we have something here. New York can sometimes be a slow burn, which is so crazy for how much people regard it as a high paced, fast paced show. Like it mm-hmm. moves like because the women move quickly. But it is a slow burn and there's never one like monumental moment. There is no bolo episode. Last right, year we had something right. close to Ramona in the Hamptons, but like now we're in the Hamptons again in the in the second episode. Like we're there immediately. Right. No right. build. What are you thinking so far? Because a lot of people are not feeling it. They're like, eh. I think it is eh, but I mean, like, it's a eh, my job to watch it. But like also, right. I, I I'm gonna watch, but I don't hate it I was ex- I watched it before Dallas I was like it's better to be with people that I like and care for like that it's comforting it's very comforting mm-hmm. I weirdly even like Leah more than I I mean I don't like Leah as an individual I've said but it, she almost makes me want to like her as an individual like I am digging how she's letting Ebony take the space and this is like a really good role as a full-time housewife who brings in another housewife 
But this is a really mm-hmm. great way to do it because she's like letting her explain herself, she's letting her talk. She, they have a genuine friendship and a kinship there that's actually like fun. Like I kind of want to be in their little girl group, like in their clique. Mm-hmm. But like she's just listening a lot of the time and not trying to overcompensate for her friend group that she brought her into. She's not like, yeah. well, just give them a chance and this and that. She's like, oh yeah, well, that, yeah, you're right, Ramona. Uh, she's full of shit because she didn't like me. You know, she didn't even have a conversation with her, but she's not trying to denounce it or tarnish it, but she's also not trying to overvalidate them. And I kind of yeah. think it. she's letting Ebony take her own space to take over this and not projecting her own relationships onto her. And I'm into that. I've always thought that she was at least good for the show. And this season has showed me that she, she definitely is a good decision for the show. Definitely. And I think, no, I mean, she's the best person to bring in someone like Ebony, too. I think it's, I think it's good. And like, who else is going to do it? Miss Koi Right. Koi exactly. exactly. And they do seem like I was watching Ebony on uh, an interview with Wendy Williams, and she was talking about Leah and how they like, she's like, they really, she called her her sister. She was like, they are like sisters. I, that I really felt good that. Friends. Yeah. So I do enjoy watching that, that aspect of their friendship. What I worry is that, like, okay, so, you know, just like the dynamics like what is like with ebony like because i feel this discomfort from ramona around ebony like she just like doesn't know yeah. what to say like eh, 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 eh. like why does she naturally like, have to let her know like it's so hard i get what you're saying it's so hard to explain because people i can hear them being like well she's trying she's being really nice and i'm like i know but that I instantly had a connection with you and we talked for minutes I have been in that workplace in my short amount of time in this earth I've been in that workplace at least twice where it's like I I like you girl oh I love her the new girl Ebony the black girl oh my god oh she's so you want to know her name Ebony it's like little it's it's yes it's little trigger phrases like that where it's like have you heard her name isn't it just so gorgeous like over her skin and her skin oh yes it's like little things like that or something like you want to know something I really love her like though you want to know something as if it's like a shocker yes you know she said in her confession she said I have a really good feeling about this girl and I'm like do you is it because you were you heard a black girl was coming on your show and you were like I don't know anything about her and now that she's here you're like Oh, she's non-threatening, and she seems like she's put together like me, which you're not, Ramona. You shit. Right, perfect. exactly. Oh, she's one of the good ones. She's one of those like good, smart, well. Yeah, it's giving me girls. good, good one vibes, where the most yes. educated person in the room has to over-explain and extend herself to be with people who are not even close to on her level, where she's actually slumming it to be on this show, and she said yes for more marketing purposes. Like Tiffany, yes. Tiffany's a whole motherfucking doctor. Hmm. And she is trying to tell Brandy how, like, she, how great she is to bring her to her level. She's like, I could say many things about you that I love. You're smart and you're funny. And I think you're so, Uh you're a great mother and you're an amazing wife. I'm like, what are we doing? Why do you need to justify your existence on this show? You belong here like anybody else. But also, who is Ramona? Who is Brandy? Who is Louie? Who is Sonya to be the gatekeeper of this show? They hire whoever they want to fucking hire. I know. I know. Whoever they want, whoever they cast it and said this is a mix. And you know what's funnier is that Ramona is like, I believe the one who introduces Brashawn, the friend who's black. I'm pretty sure it's Ramona, which I find funny because it's like, 
look, I have That's one so too. Funny. And that is right. just simply, it's so funny. And I know we're headed there because of the help comment. Like, yeah, really quickly, let me back up because these things are important. I love that Ebony op- uh, told us about how she opted out of her relationship with her ex-man because he didn't want, she didn't want him to have to choose his family over her or anything like that. But he also kind of did choose his family. So she was like, you know what? I'm moving on. Love that for her. Beautiful apartment. So stay And it's like, right. And it's like, okay, yeah, he should. Like those are his kids, but it's like, okay, he doesn't want what you want, which is like for you to got, for you to be his priority and you to have a family with him. So it's like, yeah, this guy's going to go quarantine with his kids. Then you got to find you, you know, you got to move on. Yeah. And I love that for her. I think it's great. Yeah. Sure. Um, Sonia sees a spiritual healer to mourn a divorce that she's been mourning since we met her on this show almost 10 years ago from a oh marriage that was over 10 years ago. I know. But she tells her little woman, no, but you know, I live in the moment. I live in the moment, but uh, I can't believe it's you all left over. me. And then she would, but I mean, okay, so I know it's like a mutual thing. He probably didn't leave her like physically or something and she felt unvalidated. So she was like, he left me and then I had to make the decision to leave. Maybe I should have stayed. I'm like, well, if he leave, left you, I don't think you have much of a choice. You weren't going to be able to stay. Tori, like, why did he leave her? Was there cheating involved? Like, what happened? I heard that she did, allegedly. Okay. And that it was more of like a that and like he wasn't into it. But at the same time, he was grown, 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 grown. Like when they got married, he was like 60 or something. Like 60 or 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. But also Bravo posted flashbacks of the of them of the housewives today. Sonia was a bad D. Like oh, yeah. B-A-H dash D D. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. D. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was she, a waitress or gorgeous. whatever she was that she was meeting him. Yeah. Yeah, she's attracting a lot of attention. She was gorgeous, mm-hmm. like absolutely stunning, which makes sense because her daughter, Quincy, is breathtaking. Yeah. She is a real life Serena Vanderwoodson. I really wish that they would have built, like, they would build the new Gossip Girl. She could do it. I don't think she acts, oh but God. let her do it. She she looks like the part. It's just so good. I, mm-hmm. I like Sonia, but girl, I need you to let it go. And I understand why she would be mourning it again because she's flailing right now. And Century 21 and everything. And she's like, you know what? If I was still married though, this would not have happened. And it's great. It's it's so easy to live in that what if a girl moves. You got it. You have to move on. Yeah, you your daughter's gonna to. be taken care of. You will be fine. The show is a hit and you you will overcome. You will overcome. I don't re- I agree with Ramona on many things, but when Ramona said to her, she's like, Why is she at this burning room party still talking about this man? Like she just wants to, she's like, I'm disappointed in her saying that she wants to check out of her life and stuff. Because A, that's really scary wording. Don't love it. But also she's like, you gotta not like wallow in your misery. You gotta try to fight back. It's your life. And I, I agreed. I'm like, Sonia, if you let the misery pile on, it's going to keep piling on. You're never going to see through it if you keep allowing it to come in. You're just like shoveling it in, shoveling mm-hmm. it in. You are beautiful. You have your health. You have the home. It is paid for. So you're at least Mm -hmm. okay with that. Like, so one deal didn't work out. You will get another deal. Get another deal. Flush it out. Do it. Start ground up. Grassroots. You can do this. Like, it's Sonya. She's arguably the most likable one on the show right now, period. The one that people care about the most. She could do this. Don't be, that made me really sad to hear her say. 
I know, and I feel like Sonia, it sounds like she is a person that struggles a lot with like perception of the public versus who she actually is. Yeah. And I feel like, you know what I mean? I feel like she suffers probably from a lot of depression and it seems like she only like gives herself the help that she needs in like these spurts, like whenever she's, you know, off season and she'll go away to these retreats and spas mm-hmm. and do like intensive self-care. But then during the season, she like doesn't take care of herself at all. Like it's like Sonia, yes. you're so black and white with it. You have to like take care of yourself all the time. Like, yes. you know what I mean? And I feel like that's why, where she struggles because the season wraps and then she feels bad about all the drinking that she did. So she tries mm-hmm. to detox and go to these health care centers. And then she comes back on the show the next season and then does it all over again and wonders mm-hmm. why she's stuck in this cycle of misery. Yeah, a thousand percent. So I'm, I, it made me sad to hear her say that. I did not know that Burning Man was like such, supposed to be such a cathartic experience, but Mia would know better than I would. I'm not rich nor really like... All that screaming. I would have been Ramona though. Like, I don't need all that screaming. Like, like you know, I understand. Like, I get it. Ramona's like, okay, all these women do is screech around me, but no, but seriously, screaming really upsets me. I don't like a lot of loud noise. Screaming. It was too much screaming. And then Leah (laughs) just started to cry. Just started crying. When the girls get to Ramona's house, I'm very glad that. You know, they arrived first. Ebony bought her a gift. She's such a gracious, you know, guest. Ramona was like, you're just so sweet. How do you know? I'm sorry. Like, maybe I'm being overcritical. I probably No, you're not. You're not. But the thing is, Moni, is that, like, these things that we pick up on, I don't know the language to express it to people that are not Black to explain because it seems like it's harmless to the naked eye. What's she doing wrong? Dog whistles. That's what they are. It's like no one else hears them, but we are, like, trained. Our ears perk up to be like, yes, yes. Because the way that they validate you is with exceptions. Like you're like saying, I like you. I feel akin to you. And I am, you're actually great. And like the rest. Yes. And so then you feel this pressure to always be on around them and you can't be yourself. That's it. And it's like, I feel love whistled. That's our life. And I, you know what, Ebony even said it, and I watched her catch herself because, you know, we do, I do it on this show. I'm doing it right the fuck now. But Ebony was like, to Leah's like, I've never been in a situation where like I've had to meet or be friends with so many white women at one time, like in an emergency group. And I can hear like the anxiety in her voice saying, now like, oh, this is a lot. And she's like trying to like tap down because she's like, I have on my Fox News good black girl suit, like to be in the workplace, the professional black woman zipped up and I'm I'm leaving it on all the time but like I'm home in my pajamas it's very mind fucking it's very hard to sometimes cooperate with when you like and, and yeah. this is for anyone who has like maybe any kind of mental health issues when you come home you take off your on that you needed to get yeah. in the day and work for your kids yeah. and stuff and then you come home and you take it off it's like a bra you're like who free mm-hmm, but now mm-hmm. she's like I'm on vacation and I'm still oh yeah I don't know what's happening like it's a lot and she she had her checkout the way Tiffany had her checkout in Dallas when Brandy was like I just don't feel comfortable around you and Tiffany's like I'm just gonna go to bed I'm so tired I'm tired I'm so, it's on me I'm just so yeah. sleepy and it's like you start making all the excuses for why you feel this way because even Ebony caught herself immediately and was like oh, you know, and not just white women, all women, like, we all have to do it, and Leah's like, no, like, yeah, like, I'm hearing what you're saying, she's like, you mean, like, in a group, mm-hmm. like, she goes, yeah, but, like, well, it was anybody, and it's like, 
no, it's okay to be like, I would be anxious to do this. And it's because as much as we all love diversity and stuff, because a lot of people that friend groups are diverse, this would probably be a lot, especially these are strangers. Oh, mm-hmm. the white women in my life that I love, and I love very many of them. I've just established a level of comfort with them where I can be myself. They've never let, allowed me to keep myself on and they fight for me. Like right. they will do a lot of it when I am like, I am just trying to run through the world and get my goddamn latte. I'm just trying to do my thing. And they're like, right. ah, you will not look at my friend that way. You will not say that to her. No, I will go back and I will carry the situation up. And I'm like, yes. that was a long time coming. She is expecting mm-hmm. like a whole version of herself, carry all this weight and do it in front of all these women. Like, I know she probably didn't expect it to be like you know these are some very dynamic women this is New York so each woman is an alpha on her own and it's like oh I gotta win over all these women just to stay on the show like because being yeah. on the housewife show will be fun I would love to be on a housewife show but like it is probably a lot of pressure and it would be totally. for any group but definitely for New York which are established the friend groups are established they do say a lot of problematic things and now she's like oh what am I in for and it felt yeah. like a lot yeah and then also too there's that element of that she has made it like she's said multiple times publicly that she has watched every episode of the show since it aired Mm -hmm. so then there's that sort of dynamic of you know what you're dealing with so then you have this wall up because if you watch obviously she watched last season so she knows the type of woman that Ramona is so then going into the situation you're like you know what I'm saying you want to take it at face value but then you have all of this data that you know about this person a moment that I thought was kind of funny was when she was like oh who's Heather who's Heather like how do you play that like when it's right. like okay you're you know what I mean like you've already said you watched the show but you, you, you want to have this element of tv what did you feel about that? Like, do you think she should just like, like stop pretending like she doesn't know and just be like, okay, obviously I watch the shows. It could have been a, maybe she was like, which Heather, like, a, like a, you know, like I know who this person yeah. is, but to go from fan to talent, I probably would have made the same comment. If not being, you a don't producer, know what to say. I would have been like, who's Heather? Like, as in like, I, I, cause I don't want to fangirl out and be like Heather, 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 like Heather, Heather, right. like yummy tummy right. Heather, but also like, are we talking about the same Heather? Because these are just new friends that I'm sitting down with. But, or right. is this the show that I signed on that like over a million people watch live a week? Like what is, which one am right, I right, in? Right, right, Oh, right. it's the Heather? Because I'm pretty sure Leah would have been able to carry that. If it was a production thing, she would have been able to carry that by herself. Right. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot it's that, a lot. that Ebony is juggling. It's like you said, it's like the black girl, the token black girl being tokenized and then dealing with the dog whistling and then dealing with all the data that you have about these people because you watched it from day one and then trying to kind of silence that and be and fresh still and be being the moment. shocked that they do stuff because she right. also made the excuse for Sonya. She, she looked me up and down like, oh, who's this girl? But she, like everybody does, everyone does it. I'm like, yeah, but we also just watched the flashback where she definitely did look you up and down. Oh, and Sonya's oh, okay. the most accepting one. And she was like, oh, okay, look at my fish. I do those too. But like, she's still shocked because when Ramona said, I get my help confused. She was like, did she, she just? She said, she and did. I'm like, yeah, welcome to the show, girl, where we still are shocked every year by something Ramona says. Like every year, the woman finds a way to top herself and I don't know how she does it. You know, I work with children. I've mentioned that. I'm sure I have at least once. Um, 
one thing I do with them is I like to workshop redirection of their words. Like we try to redirect mm. and say different words when they are saying something that isn't great. Thought we could try with Ramona. What are some things she could have said instead of, I get my help confused. My first thought was, I'm awful with names sometimes. Or the mask, oh, they're really making, it's harder for me to remember names when I can't see the faces. Or just simply, sorry, Michelle, I meant you, not Diana. <laughs> what do you think she could have said other than I get my help confused? Any <gasps> of those, like the implication that like, oh, the help are not good enough to remember their name, just the help. I get the help confused. Yeah, she said oh my twice. God. She said, Diana, oh she's like, no, Michelle. She's like, Diana. And even Leah goes, you meant Michelle. She's like, Michelle, my, I'm Michelle. And she's like, oh, I get my help confused. It's like, oh. oh my God. Oh my God. What are they doing? Any of those options would have been better. Any of them. Or, oh, sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> or that. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm dumb. <laughs> that would have been great. I would be like, oh, I love, I love you, Ramona. Great, Ramona. That's that was great. Ramona is, I and I and I say this lightly because it's like obviously there's so many problems with her. But like she, to me, like it's fascinating to watch because she is the epitome of that white woman that like is just so unaware of like the actual reality Painful. of the world. Mm -hmm. And it's like fascinating. I'm like, how do you live in New York City and you get through life like that? And this woman has been on this platform for all of these years. And there's such a, a big part of pop culture. And Bravo is such a like, you know, phenomenon almost and to be that detached from the world is just blows my mind watching no, her it's like how it's absolutely crazy I see what, I know exactly what you mean it's what's funnier is that like the only time I've ever liked Ramona is the only time I've also ever liked Vicky is when they went against each other on whose show put like the oh, housewives yeah. on the map I'm on the map uh -huh. because they just basically like we're trying to out Karen each other and it was yep. so good because again it had nothing to do with me there was no dog whistles it's simply no. you we both signed up for this and we both understand the assignment we're here to fight each other because we both signed on and they had nothing to do with nothing else so um, I love it when it's a fair fight I love it so good she's like I'm sorry so good when it's like like Ramona is when it's in that element it's just so good I do love you, to watch do you it. subscribe to the whole like she's a monster but she's our monster like she's like our lovable monster do you subscribe to no that she's throat? not my she's not mine no oh, no no no, okay. no so I just said no no no, no she no. ain't my monster no custody but, no absolutely not but watching her I always am like wow like she's one of the only characters on tv that I'm just like it keeps over and over every season it's just it keeps happening. It's like, how does she do the same stuff every season? And like, I don't, I, it's, it's fascinating. She's been a work in progress in season two, I realized. Oh my gosh. That's what she said that at woman, the season man. two reunion. A, oh, it might've been one. When Alex McCord was moving through her house, she was like, no, I think it is too. She goes, listen, I'm a work in progress. Like I'm working <laughs> on it. And I was like, oh, oh my we're gosh. still, and she said it at least four more times. Because I can think of four distinct reunions where she has said it. And um, that was a long time ago. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, she's a... Bless Ebony's heart because she was like, huh? I know. <laughs> Did I know. she really just say that? And, I mean, 
But at the same token, what is Ramona's endgame? Because she is throwing an entire Burning Man party and has a whole like feathered braid in her hair for Leah, who she didn't like last season. I think she at least got that much. She was like, if I can't beat them and I can't get rid of the young girls on the show, I need to join them. Put these mm-hmm. damn colors in my head before uh-huh. I leave my job. <laughs> and I'm glad somebody had a real That's talk exactly moment. What, hey, look, she's doing what she got to do. She wants that check. Yeah. She's like, they're not about to push me out. And it was a nice party. Let the grown woman with experience and check do it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Ramona is that, like, that what makes her different from like a Vicky is that Ramona is odd. Yeah, she's okay. an odd individual. You know, like she's very odd. Like the way she, her facial expressions and how she's like, oh well, what is healing? Healing sorrow? Healing from pain? Like she's so odd. You know? She it's is. Like, she opened the season last year like ordering the most basic club like vodka vodka soda basically like just a vodka soda with mint in it like in 17 different breakdowns and then started crying before the drink even came about she wanted to make a lover and hold her as she's caressed her own hair <laughs> like and I God. never took it, like understood it that way. People just like, oh, Ramona, she really does want someone to love. I'm like, yeah, but did we see what we just saw here? Because literally like, watching it with like Maya, my fiance, or my mom, like who don't watch this, like they'll step in for me. They're like, wait, what is happening on TV? Like, I gotta get my mom on like a Patreon episode or something because the only episode of New York she's ever watched, which I always want her to watch New York because she is in that age bracket. And I want her to like see, like, because I love the fact that they go, New York has helped me reconcile my relationship with my mom going back into the dating world. Like not that I want her to stay with my dad, but like seeing her as like a woman and going out and having fun and like being herself and like having relations with men and things like that. And like, and having someone love her for her and not for like her being a mother. I was not able to cope with that until I watched New York where I was like, I do want all these women to be happy, even Ramona. Like I want to be happy. They deserve a second life. They've done everything they can. They try to keep their family together. They sacrifice so much. Oh shit, that's my mom. Like, so I wanted her to watch it. And the only episode she watched was the Hamptons one last year with the Tiki torches. And my mom had the best time of her life. Oh, I love that. She thought it was the funniest episode she's ever seen like she was laughing harder than hard and my mom thinks oh my all god are like, she loves it for me he doesn't know what i'm talking about but listens to every episode but she's like i don't know what it is that you like about these shows they just keep screeching but that was a funny episode and <laughs> that so makes me I, so happy gotta give that it makes to me, like they're good for something right they're good right <laughs> thank you for your service i mean i thought burning burning man party was really cute I thought they all looked fantastic. Lou's body yeah. is nuts. I'm like, she looks so good. This is the best Lou has ever looked. I, I love literally the wrote hair. down that Lou and Ebony look sensational. And the fact that the age between them is like decades. Like everyone, I want, I need Lou energy when I'm grown. Like when I'm grown, grown, I want to look like Lou because whatever it is, is working. She looks so good. And the hair, I love the longer hair. Oh, she's, it's stunning on her. Like breathtaking. Body she looks like lit. a soap star. Yeah. 
soap actress? Not Days of Our Lives, Guiding Light. She's giving me Guiding yes, Light. Yes, Guiding Light, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. See, y'all didn't think I knew about that. Y'all like to tell me I'm young. Listen, yeah, I'm As the world turns, the bold and the beautiful, Guiding Light. Then y'all General Hospital. Like, she, yeah, yes. she's, in, she's, in the, she's in those ranks. Yeah, yes, she, is she is definitely giving me daytime drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. don't tell her that child do not tell Lou that because next thing you know she should be trying to come for Denise job on the bold and the beautiful I think I, think I can do oh, it have mercy. Uh, I, someone said like in her first episode she was quoting her own song like I love that Lou thinks that she's also an icon like she agrees uh-huh. with us oh yeah that she's an icon yeah. she's like uh-huh. oh yes it's very like Viva La Diva or something like that or like, like- she say La Viva I was like you're she funny Lou is funny I mean she's funny as hell all these women New York is a special special place I don't Mm -hmm. oh they are funny as hell um who which clip are we getting to the feed from this week oh my gosh that is a good question who's uh, who's (sighs) are we covering so it'll be between Roni and Jersey and I mean, I feel like I might wrap it up with Jersey since we're like nearing the end and just put a bow on it somehow, mm-hmm. maybe. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's like for the Burning Man. Like, was there a clippable moment? I mean, there's the one where Leah out of nowhere was screaming and then like burst into tears. And then there's also there the one that, where that. Sonia was talking about she was to check out of her own life and everybody was there's like, that. no, Sonia, no girl, that's not it. We need to keep going. There's that. Yeah, there is that. So there's material there. Yeah. No, no. You know, I have to watch it again. New York gives us something even when they give us nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It like, is. There's it really is. just it never is. a peak, but there's lots of valleys and, and moments. There's so many yes. great luscious green places for us to have a picnic and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I've been finding too lately, like if like uh, what I've like about New York, because even like when my last clip, it was like kind of like a montage. Like this is a kind of a like a summary of the mm. highs and lows of the episode. Whereas like you know with the Potomac, it's like boom, this is the one thing I'm gonna talk about from this episode. Or yes. Boom. But New York, I kind of like like with last week's episode, it's like oh, this is kind of what was happening. So maybe it'll be something like that. Like Lovely. Leah had a you know Leah broke down. Ramona called and couldn't couldn't uh give remember her help's name. She can't remember her help. There's a clip. <laughs> you know? Like, and then Sonia is mm-hmm. on the birth. Sonia, you know what? I actually for Sonia, I feel like if Sonia wants to rebrand herself and she is really struggling with the money, what she should do is really at be like a, a mental health advocate and be like, look, I struggle with matching what people want from me in the mm-hmm. public eye and what I really feel on the inside and like really be like get a partnership with like better help or something I was like, just I about like to say better help please call Sonia she needs to do that I feel like it would be really good for her yes. brain because I feel like she struggles with that I like agree. going inward when everyone wants her to be out extrovert it seems like she might really be an introvert but just has a really big personality I you agree I mean? with that because I actually famously love to stay in my home and I do get okay. tired from being around people and yes. you would never know it because I'm able to literally talk at full volume for two hours. Yes. And I get it. I've branded like myself as something, but I love to do it from my bed. But, right, exactly. And I feel like that is Sonia Morgan. I feel like if she like if, if, I, if she had hired me and I'm like, you know what, Century 21 didn't work out, let's rebrand you as an advocate for mental health. And get yourself some partnerships. Yeah. Better help and whatever Easy. else is going on and start using your platform in that way. You know, she could she easily have a social media career. This is not hard. We could actually make this not at all. pretty easily. 
pretty and people would love that they're like oh my god sonia has more layers just than sell just all your clothes on plastic. amazon girl you don't even need no yes. century 21 but that's the old she, school she, way she can do it anyway so she can mm-hmm. sell them full price they, everything still got a tag on them there you go just put it on the internet the instagram boutiques instagram boutique girls are lit they have all they the are. fast fashion is a thing okay Sasha, where are people seeing these clips? Where are <laughs> indulge us? Just you know, yeah, we know where we know where to find you, girl. I don't plug you 25,000 times, but in case oh my God. To the end, in case they where? forgot, in case they forgot, it's at the Bravo Breakdown yeah, on Instagram, only on Instagram, really, and the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Bravo Breakdown. Head over to my girl Monty, and then after that, head over to the Bravo Breakdown and throw your girls yeah, we can. <laughs> So Monty can pay for this wedding. Hashtag pay for this then, damn wedding. Yes, yes. And yes. then I can get my, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll start putting the money aside, start thinking about it. I don't know what it is, Monty. Like, I'm just like, I just have such a resistance to like the planning aspect of it. It's like, oh, I, sure. I was so excited and then I got the ring and then I was like, oh, wait. Now I what? Something. Yeah. And then I just froze. You know, there are other options than a wedding, right? Like, there's so many. And I, and I, I know. And I might be starting to entertain some of those options. You but any of those options easily... will require some money, so. Yeah, but oh, you can do a nice, a nice elopement. You can still I think get so. things from that. They got registries for elopements. You can do you a nice little justice of the peace and then brunch. Yes. I love that idea. Like, it's going to be something like that. All friends and family, either at show house or at a restaurant or something, like with the outsides opening back up. And everybody just like get some mimosas and toast and be like, yay, we married. And it was like a party, but yeah. like not a party. Like now we just paying for the so. middle of the, the, the brunch and that's it. Or have it all yeah, yeah. come to your house and just have people eat some potatoes and eggs and some bacon and maybe like a, a, a filet or something like yeah. that. And then boom, yeah. beignets or donut holes and boom marriage mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Just party city decorations it's the last aisle all the way to the left on in every single store the wedding okay, section noted, all the way to noted. the left <laughs> get you the little, they got the little fake tea lights and whatnot all of those get you all the little, little sash or something little chalkboard say we marry and then it's a wrap that's a wedding okay, what it don't got a cost thing you can go to party city and have no, you're a right beautiful one you're right i got no excuse i had a friend who just got married in a whole airbnb and only her friends and stuff were there. They had like some tacos and pasta and everything was from Party City. And I bet it was so much fun too. They had, they danced for 10 hours. They had a 10 hour party because oh the, the Airbnb was theirs. So right. the whole night, big house in the middle of Atlanta and they just had a whole wedding and it was all from Party wow. City. Except I think she got like a, one of those like round wood boards, like ch- uh, charcuterie uh-huh. boards and rope. Yeah, yeah. Like, just rope we are married or us are in the last name and that's a sign and then it was all in the backyard the grill was fired up and they lit and they had a great party and drank a lot of beer and were married yeah yeah had i think a friend it's married them on a that, in that mic, category like one of those jennifer mm-hmm. Aiden night mics oh my god that's hilarious that's it so that's we need, hilarious yeah you gotta get married and have a little have a little snack i think so you know? no i think so i think so so yeah, help Sasha pay for her damn whatever it is that she's trying to Yes, whatever it is. Whatever pending, it is. Her pending nuptials. <laughs> and yes. yes, y'all know where to find me on all the things at Mixing with Monty, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. Thank you so much for putting up for with all the things, the shenanigans, the wedding talk, because I mean, that's what it is right now for you to be on here with uh, me. 
Um, you know, help me pay for this damn wedding. There is merch involved. I am trying to work for your coin. Um, though you're welcome yes. to just bless me with it. A registry, I've gone back and forth, but some people have asked for my registry. Please don't assault me if I do put it out on the gram or something like that. But just simply because people have asked, like, I just want to see what's on it. And if, you know, there's a gift or something I can contribute to. We are doing a honeymoon fund. So, and a couple of things from Target, because I love Target. And that's my dream oh, yes. is to get everything from Target and my fiance not chastise me for spending money at Target. Like, that's all I want. Like, that's a lot of my birthday yeah. and everything else. Like, oh, my gosh. What a dream. What yes. Because every time I go that in there, she like got to follow me. And I got to keep escaping. Like, I got to keep running. I'm serious. I run. And she finds oh God, me every so time. Funny. Mainly because I always end up on the candle aisle. But, like, it's so <laughs> annoying. Because she keeps finding me. And I'm just like, I just want <laughs> And she's like, no. So she let me, me get a Target. So maybe, just maybe, if you want to help a girl out, you can get a couple Target things popping. But I might post it when the website's done in case people want to at least see the website, see our pictures. Post it. That's where everything is going to be at. Um, and if you want me to work for my dollars, patreon.com slash mixing with Monty. There is merchandise out um, currently. I just released a nice, ironic live, laugh, love. Real Housewives t-shirt and bags and totes and whatever it is sweatshirts that you want to get um all that and more yeah so otherwise if you want to do it for free you can just like rate subscribe whatever it is on this platform they let y'all do because it does help your girls still get noticed of course as always y'all take care of yourself stay happy stay healthy stay safe and stay home if you are as sick as Carrie was when she had COVID and was going out in the streets and partying don't do that take care of yourselves and one another and have a good weekend love you bye For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, pop culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at MixingWithMani, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I, so you can keep up with me, and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts, if that's where you're listening, and rate me, and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.